Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Over to Dennis, he's going to drive all the way and dunks with both hands down the baseline. Jackson steals it, gets the basket and a foul. This is Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN. Etienne gets a three away from the top. Good! It's time for the pregame show. Here's the voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy. And alongside, for the first time on radio this year, Bob Hull. Pleasure to have him along. Pleasure to have you with us as Wichita State opens play in the Roman main event from T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. We welcome you in to the pregame show presented by Intrust Bank. Max Power, our producer in the studio tonight. And, of course, this is the portion of our broadcast where you get to participate. If you so choose, you can call us at 869-1037. The area code is 316 and then 869-1037. Or you can reach us on Twitter at my Twitter account at Shocker Voice. And we haven't heard from anybody yet, so things are wide open. Join us anytime. Bob, welcome back. And uh, certainly a, a really interesting matchup tonight. By far the, the toughest test that Wichita State has faced, even though they've played a pretty good schedule already. Yeah, first of all, good to be back. Uh, excited to be on the road with you again and uh, out here in Las Vegas at this tournament. And uh, very excited about it, Mike. Uh, 15th year, so uh, uh, I'm pretty excited. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be by far their toughest uh, test so far this uh, early season, this young season. Uh, the, the three games so, so far against Tarleton State, South Alabama, and Jacksonville State, uh, they've, they've faced uh, experienced ball clubs with good coaches and really good schemes, um, really good defensive teams. Uh, so the Shockers have uh, really struggled to score points. And tonight, they're going to have to do a better job with their offense because this Arizona Wildcat team, they're tall, they're athletic, and they shoot the ball. So uh, Wichita State's going to have to score a lot of points to, to win this ball game tonight. We would like to think, and the most recent uh, Arizona win was over North Dakota State, a team that's in kind of the 150-ish range in the, the Ken Pomeroy ratings right now. You know, a decent basketball team, but uh, they had actually played a game the night before here in Las Vegas against UNLV and then turned around and played second time in as many nights at Tucson, so they got blown out. The other two teams that they've beaten, Northern Arizona, Texas, Rio Grande Valley, uh, both passed 300 in the, the Ken Palm rankings, so overall, not as tough a schedule as the Shockers have played. Probably have not seen the kind of defense the Shockers throw at them, or at least what we hope the Shockers will throw at them. Yeah, that'll be the interesting thing to see if the Shocker defense can can slow this Arizona team down a little bit, because they average in these first three games, and yes, granted, the opponents have not been uh, as tough as the Shocker opponents, but they've scored 94 points a game, and they're scoring 50% uh, from the field, so they are moving the basketball, scoring a lot of points, playing a lot of guys, and a very balanced scoring. A lot of guys in double figures in these ball games. So 
but I don't know if they've seen a defense quite like Wichita State yet. So maybe the shocker defense and the shocker tenacity uh, could bother them tonight. All right, 869-1037 if you're calling us by phone. And if you're trying to reach us on Twitter, it's at Shocker Voice. We'd love to hear from you. And as usual, we are going to have Al start us off. Al, thanks for calling. Well, always fun and a big game. And I guess the big is the uh, front line of Arizona. Uh, you know, I can't really remember, you know, as I you know, kind of read up on the team, uh, it's a team they talked about that much with this much size, and they really get out in transition. You generally don't see uh, both those uh, in, in place at the same time. Uh, I'm going to be real interested to hear the the five keys to the game because uh, you know this is, this is just a little different kind of matchup. Uh, I know that uh, we've done extremely well with our four guard lineup, and I'm wondering if if they're towering over us anyway uh, i'm a little bit concerned about the transition side you know we got out rebounded by tarleton and i know uh, you know you share there's some reasons for that but uh, it's a little bit concerning with that much height and that much speed so uh maybe it's monzi's night or four guard i'm a little bit concerned that joe may not be uh big enough or quick enough so it'd be nice to have one of the two um but real interesting matchup. I'm real, real curious how this game's going to play out. I, last I saw, the Shockers were a nine-point underdog, so uh, uh, they're going to have to really lace them up tight tonight. So that's it. All right, Al. Thank you. Um, and, and I'm sure Bob will get more into what the Shockers are going to have to do to counteract Arizona's size and his winning strategies. But it is uh, Ken Pomeroy's system of rating different things rates them as the biggest team in the country in terms of effective big. Uh, there might be some teams that are as tall on their roster, but that Arizona's the best at having big guys that are effective and, and the overall size of their team. They have two seven-footers that are both good players, a 6'11 four-man, <clears throat> and one of the things... I'll mention transition that the coaches have really stressed this week is they really run the floor, and that includes the big guys. You have got to get back with all of them, run in their lane, get back, and, and be down ahead of this team. Well, one, one way to stop the fast break is to score. <laughs> if you can score baskets, then the uh, opponent has to take the ball out, and they can still fast break after makes, but it's a lot harder to fast break after makes than, than after misses. And they definitely don't want to get uh, a lot of turn. Shockers don't want to have a lot of turnovers, live ball turnovers, because that will trigger the fast break. And also have shots blocked, because those are basically turnovers if you don't retrieve the, the, the ball after the, block, the, shot, um, the blocked shot. So that triggers a fast break as well. So some of the things that the Shockers are doing on offense are going to affect how they defend, how well they defend Arizona's fast breaks. And that's trying to score the basketball, taking good shots, and not turning the ball over. And then you still got to turn. You got to sprint back. You got to. They got some big guys that can really run. So the, our bigs are going to have to run. And coach told them today in practice, hey, you, you're not going to have time to celebrate. You're not going to have time to argue with an official. You're, you got to turn and sprint back, or they're going to be laying it in on you. So it's going to be important that the Shockers do that tonight. And yeah, I thought that was a great message that you have to be in the moment, every moment. In fact, they said starting right now with the video, lock in on this video, look for something maybe you haven't even 
seen so far as we've gone over this stuff. But but look look at this stuff. Be locked in on what you need to do. Uh, I mean, I think you know we've seen the scouting report. We've seen how they want to go about things in this game, and I, I think that what they've designed is absolutely the way Wichita State has to play to have a chance against a team like this that's so much bigger. So now it comes down to executing and remembering to do that stuff on every play. And, and you and I talked about uh, the last time we played Arizona, you know, up in Providence, uh, after they played the play-in game, what was it, Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt. Uh, they beat Vanderbilt, and then went up to play Arizona up in Providence. And they had a really big team that year. Uh, the big kid, Tarzuski, and another kid named Anderson, and uh, they were they were seven foot six eleven, But they had a hard time getting the ball to those big guys because... Fred Van Vliet and Ron Baker really disrupted their, their guards and wouldn't let their guards get into their offense. So there's different coaches now than that were coaching both teams then. But I think that would be a good strategy for Wichita State tonight. If, if the guards can pressure and try to keep the Arizona guards from getting in their offense or make them set up a little bit farther out than they want to set up, that could help keep the ball away from their bigs. The other thing that's kind of interesting about this game, I, you know, I was I did an interview with uh, Station in Tucson yesterday, and I hadn't had really had a chance to talk to the coaches about this. But when they asked me, I said I don't think Wichita State will essentially slow it down. They don't want to turn it into a half court game. They want to get down, have a chance for some easy ones or good quick shots before those shot blockers get back. So they've got a couple of big time shot blockers, and that's something that the coaching staff talked about today. Obviously, when you push it, you've got to do it under control, make good decisions, but uh, this is not a game where it's the way Arizona gets down the floor and then Wichita State wants to play it completely differently going the other way. Well, think about the last two ball games. Uh, Shockers were struggling against South Alabama, were struggling against Tarleton State until the guards started turning the other guards over, and uh, South Alabama was at 1-2-2-65 press, and against Tarleton State, uh, they put that press on them and some of the man pressure, and uh, they forced some turnovers got some easy buckets and uh, if they can do that tonight uh, take Arizona out of their offense but also turn their guards over and get some easy buckets that way that's a way to score some easy ones without their bigs uh, bothering the shots down on, on the uh, half court end. Now Al mentioned the the four guard possibility I think that would be a hard way to play in this game as big as they are because even some of their wings are six seven and uh, the guy that's basically their point guard Dalen Terry is six seven so uh, I don't know how much you know you could get away with playing four guards possibly with Dex at the five or at the four because of the, as athletic as he is and as well as he jumps. But I think it would really depend on their lineup a little bit, how much you could do that. Yeah, it, 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 it'd be interesting if it happens tonight. Uh, you know, that takes me back to the championship game last year. You know, Gonzaga was a really tall team, a, a powerhouse offensive team that was running and gunning and just blowing people off the court until the final four when they struggled against Arizona. But then the Baylor team basically had four guards and one kind of big guy, and uh, but they were four really good guards, and uh, and those little guys really took Gonzaga out of their stuff uh, because of the the pressure up on the ball and the way they pressured their half court offense. So uh, let's hope that Shockers can duplicate something like that tonight. All right, Al. Thanks for the call as always. And again, our number, if you'd like to call us, is eight six nine one zero three seven, or you can reach us via Twitter at at Shocker Voice. So we will take a quick break. Remind you that your drive to the game throughout the 
season is brought to you by Kansas Land Tire and Service, where great tires and professional auto service are always a slam dunk. We'll be back to Las Vegas on the Intrust Bank pregame show. What we have, you can't find with the search engine. Maps won't navigate you there, but it makes a big difference when you find it. It isn't expensive or complicated. It's our simple, timeless values, like honesty and humility. They've helped us support our customers and communities for more than a century. And it's those values that guide us today as we seek new ways to serve you. That's tradition for today. That's Intrust Bank. Wichita golfers are raving about the course updates at Tallgrass Country Club, Wichita's newest private golf club. Tallgrass Country Club's expansive golf course renovation included updates to the fairways, greens, cart paths, billy bunkers, and more. Tallgrass Country Club invites you to explore their beautiful new private golf course today. Join now and you could pay no monthly fees until April 1st. Visit tallgrasscountryclub.com for details. That's tallgrasscountryclub.com. Workplace wellness programs encourage healthier, happier lifestyles. And that's good for business. That's why many Kansas companies help employees with education and assistance for active living, smart eating, and healthy habits. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas helps companies of all sizes with customized wellness programs. Blue Cross Benefits consultants offer on-site and online education for healthier, happier, more productive employees. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas. Commitment. Compassion. Community. What if you could find gifts inspired by stories instead of stuff? At QVC and HSN, you can. Like perhaps there was this four-year-old sous chef, Sue, to his grandma Maud, who concocted the best cottage pie. And later, when sous chef became master chef, Maud became his first restaurant and the inspiration for the Curtis Stone collection. And imagine the stories a pan from that collection can spark when gifted to just the right chef. QVC and HSN. This is shopping brought to life. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Michael Rogers, Sean Chapman, or Kerry Mock. In Valley Center, see Tim Dink. In Newton, see Ken Hall. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Welcome back to the Interest Bank pregame show from Las Vegas. And it has been, by the way, a long time since I have been here or the Shockers have played here back in Mark Turgeon's final season, 2006-07. The Shockers played two games out here against USC and New Mexico uh, in a tournament here. And that's the last time I've been here, the last time Wichita State has been here. So this tournament has brought us back for the first time in quite a while. Before we get back to the questions, I do want to mention Tough five-set loss for the Shocker volleyball team at Cincinnati this evening. They lost the first set 25-20, then came back to win 25-21, 25-23, right in it again in the fourth, but ended up losing that one 25-21, and then got way behind early in the fifth, lost the fifth 15-6. So Wichita State now 17-9 and overall, and Wichita State and Cincinnati now tied for third in the conference, both 11-6, and and they split their two-match regular season series with the Shockers winning in five in Wichita and Cincinnati winning in five tonight in Cincinnati. So wanted to get that in for you. And we have a Twitter question that is interesting. We talked a lot about tonight's matchup and things the Shockers have to do. One thing we did not talk about, uh, Eric asked if we anticipate the Shockers playing much zone tonight to try to keep the ball from going into their big front line. Well, that's an interesting 
interesting question, Eric. Uh, I wouldn't think they'd show any zone early, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Shockers don't come out of some timeouts and go into some zones to try to upset some set plays that uh, Coach Lloyd might have set up coming out of timeouts. I think they're going to come out and play predominantly man-to-man and try to pressure the guards and then kind of jam everything up inside. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some zone. But they've got some deadly three-point shooters uh, with some size, 6'3", 6'7". Guys guys that are tall that can can knock down the three, doesn't mean they're going to make them tonight. But uh, sometimes you can throw a zone on them and and hope that that they have a cold night. You know, one of the things, too, that the Shockers will need to do, and I don't want to take off all of Bob's uh, pregame stuff later, but uh, certainly they want to drive the ball at them and then kick. You probably are not going to be able to drive unless there's a breakdown and take it all the way to the rim, but drive and kick it, and hopefully that will lead to some open shots, and then you got to knock some of those down. The Shockers did shoot well from three for the first time in the Tarleton State game, shot about 43% in that game. I don't think there's any question they're going to have to knock down some open threes tonight to really have a chance in this game. Yeah, it was good to see some of those threes go down in, uh, late in the uh, Tarleton State game. Dexter hit three threes. Uh, it was good to see uh, uh, Ricky Council hitting threes and Monzi. So, uh, yeah, that's going to that's gonna be important. They're, they're going to have to knock down some threes when they drive and kick the basketball. And if you if you can knock down some threes, and that spreads the defense out a little bit and, and allows the uh, the guys to get to the basket and to operate on the post. But, uh, yeah, it, it's I think, you know, one of the things that Coach Brown was concerned about is we were getting a lot of open shots in the first two ball games, but they weren't knocking them down. So uh, in, the, in the last ball game, uh, Tuesday night, they knocked down the open shots. So that, I think that's going to give the guys some confidence coming in, into tonight's game. And it, this kind of leads into where I was going next, so I'll, I'll go ahead and go to this question from Hunter via Twitter, who said, we've had a rocky first three games, but we somehow found a way to band together and win. Which player or players do you see stepping up tonight against Arizona? The good news in that respect is that Tyson Etienne, who certainly was not himself against South Alabama, you could just tell, he was ill, but he tried to play and he just didn't look like himself and then didn't play against Tarleton State. Uh, he has been back to practice for three days now and looks like himself. I, uh, we, I was at the practice yesterday, full-scale practice for about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, and he really looked you know, like the Tyson Etienne we have come to know. And even to the point of yesterday and again today at shoot-around, just uh, nonchalantly drove the, the lane and then just rose up and hammered it with both hands. So jumping well, moving well, shooting well, and I think that's a guy that has to step up for the Shockers. Against a team like this, you have to have your best players play well. Tyson would be one of those. Certainly Ricky Council has the ability and the confidence to to step up and, and play with these guys. The other guy that, that they, we might need to get a little more out of than uh, we've seen in his first couple of games, and that's understandable, he's a freshman, but Kenny Poto has the size and the, the skills, the athletic ability to be competitive with these Arizona big men, but it's a you know it's kind of a tall test for a freshman facing opponents of this size this early in his career. Well, it's really difficult to say you know who's gonna who's gonna step up and who's gonna who's gonna have a big game tonight. It's really really hard to predict. Uh, but I would agree with Mike that I think it's important that the veteran players, the experienced guys tonight, 
play well, have good ball games because it's a different atmosphere tonight, guys. Uh, this is this is going to feel like an NCAA tournament first round game. You're in a big pro arena. You're playing a top name school with tall talented athletes and so it's going to feel a lot like an NCAA game and you want your guys that have been there before to come out and play really steady and play really solid so I'm sure hoping that Tyson Etienne has a good game and a good shooting game I'm hoping that uh, Mo Udeze Mo Udeze has a good game and 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 did what he did in the second half against uh, Tarleton State and then I think Joe Pleasant, you know, he's been in this situation before. He's, he's played an NCAA tournament game, so he needs to come out and have a pretty good game, knock down some outside shots, hopefully. And then I think he has the ability to drive by some of their big guy, bigs and get to the basket. So uh, I'm looking for the veteran guys, Dexter Dennis, uh, Tyson, Joe Pleasant, uh, Mo Deze. I think they're key tonight. And, you know, the other thing is, uh, you know, you, you kind of hate to see it in that way, but I think it's just human nature. This team has 10 especially in the last few years when maybe the shootings run a little hot and cold to kind of feed off how things start and sometimes if say Tyson misses his first two or three that can have kind of a confidence uh, drainer from some of the other guys where if he comes out and hits a couple and not just him but he decks some of those guys you talked about come out and hit a couple early sometimes you can just see the whole team relax and start to feed off of that and shoot it with confidence and so the first couple or three guys that get open looks from three they knock a couple of those down I, I think it may have kind of a an effect that moves through the rest of the team I totally agree and I'll take it one step further Mike uh, you talked about driving addition I think it's important especially early not to come down and force up contested threes or contested shots come down run your offense drive kick it kick it again make the extra pass and try to get wide open shots and knock those down uh, the better shots you get the more chance you'll have of knocking them down and I think that yeah that's that's a really good point that if they can hit some shots early it might loosen everybody up and also you know I don't know I don't know what approach Arizona's players will have. This is a new coach. Uh, this staff is, is new to this team. They have some new players that have transferred. Uh, so they're all kind of new to each other. They've gotten off to a great start. They've blown three people out. And I know Tommy Lloyd will tell them, you got to be ready for Wichita State. This is not somebody like what you played so far. you got to be ready for this game. I've had many coaches say, I know what I say. I don't always know what they hear, you know, and, and you kind of wonder about Arizona's players and, and what their approach will be early. And if Wichita State does come out well, if it might take them by surprise a little bit. Yeah, there's a couple of coaches on the staff that have seen the Shockers in, in some tough situations. Uh, their head coach, Tommy Lloyd, was an assistant for Mark Few when the Shockers upset number one seed Gonzaga in Salt Lake City in the 2013 run to the Final Four. So he knows what the Shockers can do. And then I think Anderson, the big kid Anderson, yep. that played on the 2016 team, he was one of the starters inside for that Arizona team coached by Sean Miller. He's on the bench as assistant coach, and he saw the Shockers. What they go on a thirty to five run? Something like that, yeah. To start uh, the Shockers game. had them down thirty to five in the first half, and they were the leading scoring team in the Pac-12 that whole season. And the Shockers shut them down, uh, had them down twenty at half, and beat them by ten. So and held them to fifty-five points. So uh, that assistant coach Anderson, I'm sure, is uh, talking to their players about, hey, you know, be ready for this Wichita State team. 
So there are all kinds of factors to play, and that's you know, and that's the other thing about where we are. As much as you want Wichita State to win a game like this, and the fans are are really into it. It's still really early for any of these coaches and teams to have much of a feel for just what they've got and how they're going to be, other than maybe a Gonzaga that's number one right now, really experienced, really veteran team. Sometimes you have a little better idea with that kind of team. But we've seen some upsets already and some surprises through the top 25 and so forth. And uh, nobody, none of the the best teams are as good right now as they're going to be later. And so it really is a lot of finding out about a lot of things and a lot of different situations right now. Oregon got embarrassed by BYU the other night. Uh, but, uh, Missouri got beat by UMKC. So, yeah, a lot of crazy stuff happens uh, early in the season. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how both teams react here tonight. Uh, Shockers have had one thing in their favor. They've had three close games, and they've had to battle back from a lot of adversity to win those three games. Uh, and even though they're not big-name schools, they were really good, well-coached batch basketball teams. So they've been through some tough games. Arizona hasn't been through any tough games yet. So might help the Shockers a little bit tonight. All right, we've got more questions coming in. We will get to those in just a moment. And again, you can reach us at Shocker Voice. That's the address on Twitter, at Shocker Voice, or by phone at 869-1037, area codes 316, if you need that. And we will be right back to Las Vegas. Hi, this is Melissa Scheffler. When I left the news desk and joined Coke Industries, I discovered a new collection of inspiring stories here in Wichita. Stories of people who are transforming careers, communities, and improving lives. Join me for our Coke Spotlight series, The Picture, airing Sunday mornings at 745 on KWCH. The Picture will give you more reasons to be excited about the future of Wichita. See you soon. At American Family Insurance, we know your life has many moving parts, from your four wheels to your hard-earned home and the financial future of your family. We'll cover the things that matter most. Bundle your home and auto policies for possible savings and add life insurance for convenient, future-focused protection so you can keep dreaming towards what's next. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Oxford Villa Active Senior Apartments are proud sponsors of Wichita State Athletes. Oxford Villa Apartments are perfect for independent Wichitans who enjoy their personal space as much as they love their social lives. Get to know your neighbors at a Shocker watch party, a senior boxing class, join in a game of cards. With miles of paved walking paths, scenic ponds, a grand courtyard, huge walk-in closets, granite countertops, and a 24-hour concierge, you'll feel right at home in the Oxford family. Stop by the Oxford Villa on 29th Street, just west of Mays Road, or schedule a virtual tour at OxfordVilla.com. Shantae, can you sweep that, please? Mina's salon business is growing faster than she can keep up with. She needs a new shop manager before her bookings go out of style. Curtain bangs and balayage would look so good on you. Just hang on one second. Can you please answer that? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Michael Rogers, Sean Chapman, or Kerry Mock. In Valley Center, see Tim Dink. In Newton, see Ken Hall. 
WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Welcome back to the Intrust Bank pregame show. Mike Kennedy alongside Bob Hull from T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Uh, if you have not been here, and it's, uh, I know a lot of people listening have traveled to Las Vegas on vacations and so forth various times, and this arena hosts a lot of events, sports events, certainly. Uh, this next week you've got Gonzaga and UCLA coming in to play basketball. There's a, uh, a big hockey matchup between one of the Dakota schools and Arizona State that's a, uh, like, Hockey Hall of Fame game or something. Is a Maui Jim Maui Classic going to be here? Yeah, actually, yeah. 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 This year, they're, they're not having the Maui uh, Invitational in Maui. It's going to be here. But then, you know, you, you look, you come up, and the billboards have got all kinds of upcoming concerts of, of various kinds. It's, to, it's a, a big arena for basketball. I think it can seat up to 18,000. Uh, the NHL has a team here. Of course, now the Raiders are here. They don't play in this arena, of course. They have a fabulous stadium uh, out on the edge of town so there's a lot that goes on here and uh and certainly it's a good atmosphere for wichita state to play in early and uh just a it'll be a fun place to do a couple of ball games uh one note uh this is where they hold the pac-12 conference <laughs> tournament and they've held it here since 2017 so arizona what players have returned uh be very familiar with this building all right, we had a question about has IB announced or do you know if any of the freshmen have decided to redshirt? And the answer is yes. It's not like it's been a secret, but they didn't just make a big announcement. But from all indications, Jalen Ricks is going to redshirt. And he is a young man that I think has star potential. He's 6'7". He's extremely long. He can really, really shoot it. Might be the best shooter on the team. And he's a guy that in a lot of years, a lot of circumstances, could have played a lot. Might have played a, a fair amount even this year, but he's got Dex and he's got Ricky kind of ahead of him, kind of at the, and Tyson to some degree. He's going to be a 2-3, so he's, he's playing behind those guys at those positions, and I think he just felt like down the road that there was more future and giving it a year. And then on top of it, he's kind of tweaked something. He's been hobbling just a little bit, nothing major, but uh, hasn't been able to practice for a few days, so that would have kept him from playing in a couple of these early games anyway. So uh, as much his decision as the coaching staff, uh, I don't. I don't think that Isaac Abide is looking at a red shirt. Uh, it's something that could be beneficial for him. He has a lot of upside as well, and didn't get as much uh, practice because he wasn't here during the summer. He was a late signee, so it's taken him a little longer to pick up the system and so forth. But they're just not very deep at those spots up front, and uh, certainly they're going to be probably some opportunities to play him this year. Uh, it'll be interesting tonight. Uh, if if a couple of the bigs get two fouls early in the first half or, or in the first half to see whether the Shockers go small or whether they bring in Isaac Abide. Uh, you know, it's going to be tough. He, like Mike said, he's still learning the offense. He's still learning the system. So they would have to, you know, run limited plays if he's in there and limited uh, de defenses. But he's certainly talented enough and uh, athletic enough to play in this ball game. I just don't know if he's got enough experience yet to do it. But it'll be interesting to see if he comes in. If not, then I think they would like to redshirt him, but uh, they're, they're thin along the front line, so they may not be able to. And then uh, 
those who have been curious about Trey King and his visit, I know that in the uh, interview he did with the Wichita Eagle that uh, it mentioned that he's seeking a waiver to be able to play this year if that were the decision at any of the places he's looking at to, to do that. Uh, so it's possible he could play the second semester, let's say, if he enrolled at Wichita State. Hasn't made his decision yet. He is at Iowa State, I think, this weekend, and he's been to Missouri. Uh, those seem to be the three that are kind of the, the finalists. So, I mean, that's, the, you know, and it may be that uh, the coaching staff may want to wait on Isaac Abide until they see what transpires with that. But I don't think they're, first of all, they can't plan on him even coming to Wichita State for sure, no matter how good his visit was, and certainly don't know anything definite about uh, his availability for the second semester or if that's something they even want to do this year. And even if he doesn't uh, get a waiver, let's say he does transfer to Wichita State, and uh, and let's say he doesn't get the waiver to play second semester, he's still going to help the team because they need another big body in practice. Uh, Kenny Poto and Mo Odeze are always having to go against one another, and so uh, <clears throat> when they to, when they divide up teams and they try to put the first five or first seven together and play against another five, uh, it's difficult because there's only two five men. So if they get, if they had a third five man, even if he's not eligible to play, he could play defense with the second unit, and then those two guys could switch off with the first unit, and Kenny could get, get more reps, and Mo would get more reps. So it would help them in practice if they had another big body like that. But we'll see. You know, uh, they haven't had a lot of luck getting waivers at Wichita State, but maybe maybe this is the time uh, they'll get one. And, and and to answer, also to add what you said about uh, Rick's uh, Jalen. Uh, is a talented kid, uh, six foot six, has a six eleven wingspan, really long arms, and he has the ability to shoot over the top of people, and that's really something that that really helps an offense when you got a guy of that kind of size that can just rise up and shoot over people. Um, that's really that really helps your offense. So I think he's going to be a top player for Wichita State in the future. You know, the other thing, uh, having been a coach, that I know is something you might wrestle with when you consider maybe wanting to not play Isaac Day and keep the possibility of redshirting him open is you might really need him in a game like this one tonight if that foul situation you mentioned develops. All right, so do you put him in, but then you may not have more than another game or two down the road where you might need that kind of size to cover for foul trouble. Joe Pleasant could play some five, or you could play the four guards or whatever, depending on who you're playing. And so then do you, you kind of waste a possible year with him if you're just going to use him in a couple of situations? So. Yeah, you just don't know. Uh, it, it really, you have no idea what, what lays ahead in this season. Uh, uh, one year... Ron Baker was uh, had uh, redshirted, and then he was uh, an injured foot, a broken foot. He came back right before the Valley Tournament and helped take the Shockers to the Final Four with that run in 2013. Uh, uh, one year, uh, uh, they had uh, oh the kid uh, that followed him, uh, Shooter. Uh, oh God, I'm, I'm drawing a blank Shamit? on his name. Shamit, Landry Shamit. I'm crazy I couldn't remember his name. Landry Shamit, uh, he injured his foot, and they redshirted him, kept him out the whole year, and I know uh, Greg Marshall and some of the other coaches said, man, if we'd have bought, brought him back, maybe we could have beat Kentucky in that 2014 uh, second-round game in uh, in Indianapolis. So yeah, you, you just don't know. 
All right, we are getting close here, and uh, we don't. Ha I don't think we have any more calls or tweets, and so we are going to go ahead and send it back. And coming up next, you'll hear from Isaac Brown, and then Bob will be back with his winning strategies as we get close to a really interesting game here tonight in Las Vegas, Wichita State, and Arizona. Coming up soon. A smile is a powerful thing, especially when it's protected by the nation's largest network of dentists, Delta Dental. Not only is a healthy smile a good indicator of your overall health, it also comes in handy when you're stealing the fries off your friend's plate, even though you didn't want fries. But here you are, smiling that healthy smile of yours, taking one after another. Schedule a checkup today and unleash your smile power with affordable dental benefits from Delta Dental of Kansas. What do you want to be when you grow up? Adults don't get asked that too often, but that doesn't mean we don't have answers. Maybe you want to be retired at 60. Maybe you want to be a homeowner. Maybe you still want to be an astronaut. The sky's the limit. Equity Bank knows you're never too grown up to stop dreaming. That's why we offer personal banking services to help turn your dreams into reality. And who knows? NASA might be calling sooner than you think. Equity Bank. Bank like anything's possible. Member FDIC. Shantae, can you sweep that, please? Mina's salon business is growing faster than she can keep up with. She needs a new shop manager before her bookings go out of style. Curtain bangs and balayage would look so good on you. Just hang on one second. Can you please answer that? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. After a whole month of pro values, Lowe's Provember event is ending soon. But pros like you still have time to save. With buy one, get one free deals on select DeWalt power tools and top values like a Spider 2-pack of 4.5-inch diamond cutoff wheels for $14.98. Provember ends November 24th. Shop in-store or at Lowe's.com slash Provember. Lowe's, the new home for pros. While supplies last, U.S. only, about 1028 through 1124. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Chris Post, TJ Wilson, or Rachel Finsky. In El Dorado, see Becky Shum. And in Hayesville, see Forrest Hummel. Wichita State University Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Head coach Isaac Brown joins us, presented by Delta Dental. Unleash your smile power with Delta Dental. Coach, in Vegas, uh, Arizona, you've started off 3-0. and Obviously, this is going to be a real interesting test to see where you are at this early stage. Yes, good basketball team for sure. They're 3-0 and right now. They haven't had a close game. they got great size. They are excellent, elite in transition. we got to do a good job of getting back in transition, and we got to rebound because they're, they're a bigger basketball team. I know uh, Ken Palm rates them as the biggest team in the country in terms of effective size and everything, and, and I don't think you'll see anybody else like them the rest of the year. Yeah, I don't think so either. You know, at the two spot, they're 6'7". At the three spot, 6'8", the four and the five, 6'11", seven feet. So it's a very big basketball team, and again, we got to be able to rebound. we got to be able to rebound, and we can't just let it come into the post. we got to try to dig it out of there, go double team, do different stuff to shake them up. And certainly your defense has been pretty good so far, and, and is that kind of where it starts tonight? Uh, putting some pressure on them, making it tough for them to get into what they do. Yeah, that's what this program is built on. You got to defend, you got to rebound, you got to play with toughness, and we got to do those things tonight in order to try to um, come out of here with a victory. 
obviously with the way they block shots, you can't just take it inside a lot, but what, what's going to be the key for you offensively? Just making the extra pass, trying to get someone else a shot. If you draw two people on, you kick it to the guy outside for the three or dump it down to the big man for a dunk. Just don't take four shots at the rim because that's how they get out in transition. You take a bad shot, they're able to get out in transition off a block shot and they get an easy one. I want them to go against a set defense every time in the half court. And certainly I know you've, you've believed and known all along this was going to be a good shooting team. You did shoot 43% from three the other night against Tarleton. First time we've really seen that this year. Yeah, in order to go play these elite basketball teams, you got to make wide open shots. If you don't make wide open shots, they're just going to pack it in and they got so much size, it's going to be hard to get layups. So we got to make wide open threes. We got to take good shots. We got to create shots in transition. That's what we got to do. We, we're the smaller team, so we need to rebound and get out and go and make it a fast-paced game. And certainly to that end, Tyson missed the last game, certainly wasn't himself against uh, South Alabama. He looked more like himself in practice yesterday. Yeah, he's back. He's ready to go. He's 100%. He's put together. Uh, today will be, the, I think, the third practice. He's shooting it well. Um, no issues with him. He's good to go. Coach, thanks for your time. Good luck tonight. All right, brother. Thanks for having me. Isaac Brown, and we will be back to Las Vegas for the Shockers in Arizona right after this. What we have, you can't find with the search engine. Maps won't navigate you there, but it makes a big difference when you find it. It isn't expensive or complicated. It's our simple, timeless values, like honesty and humility. They've helped us support our customers and communities for more than a century. And it's those values that guide us today as we seek new ways to serve you. That's tradition for today. That's Intrust Bank. Imagine if you had a superpower. Would you make people fly? At Textron Aviation, that's what we do every day. And we're hiring. Ask any of our employees. Working at Textron Aviation is more than a job. It's an opportunity with competitive compensation, health and life insurance benefits, matching 401k, paid leave, education assistance, and relocation packages. We firmly believe that when your career soars, so do we. Discover your superpower at Textron Aviation. For a complete list of job openings, visit txtav.com careers. A new career awaits. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, 13th and Greenwich Road in Wichita is your new home for Shocker Coaches shows. Be sure to check out our all-new burger menu because Mondays are burger days at AJ's. And don't forget, Thursdays are buy one, get one free pizza day. Dine-in only and excludes the Superdome. Join us for happy hour every day from 2 to 6 p.m. and 9 to 11 p.m. While you're here, ride the go-karts, take a turn in the laser maze, enjoy the game room, or bowl a couple games. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, home of the Superdome 29-inch pizza. Two locations in Wichita and one in Hutchinson. Proud supporter of Shocker Athletics. When you have trouble sleeping, it's tough. When kids have trouble sleeping... Mom, I can't sleep. Dad, just one more story? For nights like this, try Vicks Pure Z's Kids. Our great-tasting gummies are specially formulated for kids with a unique blend of botanicals and a low dose of melatonin to support their natural sleep cycle. Best of all, they're drug-free and non-habit-forming. Help your child fall asleep naturally with Pure Z's Kids Gummies. Consult with a doctor before use for ages 4 and up. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Brad Woody, Ryan Woods, or Angela Valentine. In Derby, see Gene Geringer. And in Augusta, see Dylan Hartnett. I'm going to Wichita. Right corner, Dennis, three for Dex. Go! Jumper, go! What a shot by Craig Porter, a three! It's time for Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN. Back out to Etienne, gets a three away, good! With the call of the game, here's the voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy. 
And Bob Hole alongside as we greet you again from T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. First time Wichita State has played here since the 06-07 season under Mark Turgeon. And the Shockers tonight take on an Arizona team that, like Wichita State, is off to a 3-0 start. They have put up tremendous statistics in their first three games. Really big basketball team. They are currently number 28 in the Ken Pomeroy Power Rankings. The Shockers are 67. And uh, if you use the Pomeroy system, Arizona would be about a seven-point favorite on a neutral court. We understand that the bookies out here have the Shockers about a nine-point underdog. I said favorite underdog. Shockers would be a seven- to nine-point underdog in the evaluations. To give you an idea of what the Shockers need to do, do to turn that around and win, Bob Hull has the winning strategies brought to you by Capital Federal. Trusted banking and loans for your family, home, and business. At CapFed, everything is true blue. Capital Federal, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Well, thank you, Mike. Uh, let's talk defense first. Uh, Arizona's 3-0, averaging 94 points per game for first-year coach Tommy Lloyd. Wildcats shoot 50% from the floor, 39% from three. Their top three-point shooters, number 25, Kerr Cresaw, a six-foot-three freshman, Averages 13 points a game, but shoots 46% from three-point. Now, he can also drive. He likes to drive and shoot a floater. And he's also a very good assist man. He's got 10 assists and just two turnovers. That's a 5-to-1 ratio. So a multi-talented offensive guy, Kreshaw. Number five, Justin Kyer, 6'4", grad transfer from Georgia. He's in his sixth year of college basketball. He made 101 threes at Georgia last year, so he can knock down the three-pointer. The bigs can score as well. Number 10, Azulas Tubelas, 6'11", 250. He's a second-year freshman, very fast, runs the court really well for 6'11", averages 16 points a game, shoots 68% from the floor. So you know he's getting a lot of easy ones and a lot of dunks. Number 35, Christian Coloco. Seven foot one, 230 pounds. He's a third year sophomore. Now, this kid's the shot blocker. He's got 12 blocked shots in three ball games already. He averages 14 points, shoots 73% from the floor. So, their bigs are getting a lot of good shots because they're shooting a very high percentage. The Shocks, in their man to man, will try to jam up the, their man defense, jam it inside, and really try to jam up the works for Arizona's offense and look for the Shocker guards to put pressure on the Arizona guards to try to take them out of their offense. They want to force Arizona to take tough, contested shots. Help defense is going to be critical tonight. Number two offense, Shockers will face a tall, athletic Arizona team that loves to block shots. So WSU is going to have to run their offense and take good shots. When the Wildcats pressure the perimeter, Shockers need to drive draw the help, and then kick it to the open man. They've got to make the extra pass so they can get high percentage shots and knock those shots down. That'll slow the Wildcats down a little bit. Number three, rebounding in, in the uh, three games, Arizona is plus 15 in team, re team rebounding. So going to be critical tonight that the Shockers block off, and I mean block off physically because they got some tall, long guys, and then grab those rebounds with two hands. Don't stand next to a 6'11 or 7-footer and expect to get a rebound. Box them off, grab it with two hands. 
Number four, turnovers. Arizona loves to pressure, block shots, and then fast break off of those turnovers and block shots. So WSU must take care of the basketball, limit their live ball turnovers. Number five, play together, play with poise. This will be an NC tournament-like atmosphere here tonight at T-Mobile Arena. It'll be like a first or second round game in the NCAA tournament. So they've got to play together. They've got to play with poise, Mike. All right. United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. We want to recognize your small business with the spotlight on small business sweepstakes. You could win a chance to promote your business to Shocker fans. Winners receive radio promotions, social media recognition, and more. Register to put your business in the spotlight. Visit www.goshockers.com backslash small business spotlight. United Healthcare, proud sponsor of Wichita State Athletics. Bob, going back to some of the things you were talking about, uh, this is a game that really gets down to some of those little fine-tuning type things. Uh, the coaches have scouted and talked to the players about getting on this guy's right shoulder, that he likes to wheel to his right. Tubelis really likes to go to his right shoulder and jump hook with the left hand. Uh, conversely, Coloco is much better going to his left shoulder and shooting that right-handed hook. And so remembering the scouting report, executing little things like that could really make the difference of a bucket here or there that could turn a close game. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter how good your scouting report is unless the players take it from practice and then put it into practice in the ball game. So they've been pretty good with that so far in the first three games. Now, some of the guys that come off the bench, maybe not as good as uh, the older players and more experienced players, but as a team, I thought the Shockers have done a really good game, a really good job defensively in the first three games. Different challenge tonight with the talented Wildcats, but you're right. I think... Uh, uh, Lou Godino had the scout, and he gave a very concise, very short uh, scouting report on what each of their players does and what they do best and how to defend them. There isn't much history between these two programs. Wichita State leads all-time 2-1, to one, and the first two games were way back in the 1950s. Arizona won in Tucson in 1951-52. Wichita State won in Wichita in 54-55, and then Bob made reference earlier to the game in Providence six years ago, the uh, 2016 NCAA tournament where Wichita State beat Providence 60, or beat Arizona 65-50. And that's been the only meeting in like the last 67 years. So this is a, a rare thing. Good opportunity for Wichita State, especially under kind of a, a new regime, new coaching staff to some extent. And a lot of these players haven't been as deep into the postseason as some of their predecessors yet. So great experience for them to get to play an opponent like this this early in the season. Yeah, you know, and, and also if you can happen to play really well and knock off a team like that and they go on to have a great year, year, then uh, when it comes time for at-large bids or tournament seeding, uh, it really helps you if you can go back and say, hey, well, we knocked off that team that, that won the Pac-12 or finished second in the Pac-12. So uh, very important to play well in these games, and if you can win them, it really helps you down the road, Mike. 
Arizona is a program that travels well. They take a lot of fans places. We saw that in uh, in Los Angeles going to the, the Sweet 16 Elite Eight in 2013. They had a ton of people there. They ended up losing to Ohio State, so the Shockers played Ohio State in the Elite Eight game. But it looks like they've got a lot of people here. Certainly it's closer than Wichita, but right now Wichita State looks like they may have more fans here than Arizona. It is a really impressive turnout of Shocker fans already and we're still uh, probably five to ten minutes away from tip-off in this one. I saw a lot of Shocker fans walking around the hotel uh, all afternoon so a lot of people have come in for this game. Tickets available uh, you know you can still get out here for the Sunday game so uh, it's, a, it's a very big arena. It seats 18,000 so uh, plenty of seats available. For those of you who couldn't make it out here, whenever the Shockers are on the road, remember you can join other Shocker fans at the official watch party location, Chicken and Pickle, at the corner of 13th and Greenwich Road. You can join other Shocker fans to cheer on the Shocks throughout the season whenever they're away. Again, official Wichita State watch party location, Chicken and Pickle, at the corner of 13th and Greenwich Road. We are just a couple of minutes away from the introduction to the starting lineups. The captains meeting with the officials at center court. The officiating crew tonight, a veteran crew, Doug Shows, Darren George, and Marcus Pettigrew. Uh, sure, for, I, I know for sure we'll see Doug Shows and Marcus Pettigrew in American Conference games. As I recall, Darren George certainly works that conference also. We've seen him many times over the years, including in the Missouri Valley. So this is a this is kind of an NCAA tournament-type crew here tonight. You mentioned that atmosphere, Bob. Yeah, Marcus Pettigrew, what, Tuesday night? He yeah. Worked, he worked the yeah. game. And is that Doug Ser Sermons out there? Sermons, yeah. yeah. I said shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah Doug, Doug Sermons, Sermons out there. Yeah, yeah he's a veteran. He, you see him in a lot of games on television. Well, we are just about ready. And, again, both teams are 3-0. Arizona has defeated Northern Arizona 81 to 52, University of Texas Rio Grande Valley 104 to 50, and North Dakota State 97 to 45. And uh, you know we've talked about their size, talked about their big guys, and uh, their two seven-footers, Christian Coloco and Umar Balo, have combined for 33 minutes a game, and in those 33 minutes, 24. Four percent from the line, 26 of 31 between them from the free throw line. So you can't hack a shack, you can't foul them because they'll kill you at the free throw line. Other than that, they're not doing much, right? <laughs> you know. So, uh, so what do you do? Well, you keep the ball away from them. You know, you you pressure their guards, you uh, you take them out of their offense, and you make it very very difficult to get the ball inside. That's what the first two opponents at. Uh, Charles Coke Arena did to the Shockers. They made it very difficult to get the ball to Udeze. Then when he got it, they double and triple teamed him. So there's ways to stop big guys, and uh, the Shockers are going to deploy all their defensive tricks to try tonight. One other guy I wanted to mention for them, and he's certainly been a contributing player, but Pella Larsen is a 6'5 wing from Sweden, NACA, Sweden. He's a transfer from Utah. national, the Swedish national team this summer, the senior national team, while well, Kenny Poto played on the under-20 
national team, but they are certainly familiar with each other going into this ball game tonight. Well, Tom, Tommy Lloyd had a lot of success bringing foreign players into Gonzaga. He was an assistant there for 20 years under Mark Few, so look for him to bring in a lot of foreign players as a head coach now at Arizona. And we invite you now to join us as we honor America with our national anthem. in Las Vegas. First of two games tonight. Fourth ranked Michigan coming up next against the home team, if you will, University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Starting lineups brought to you by Equity Bank. Equity Bank blocks all ATM fees anywhere from giving you a charge. Be sure to visit them online at equitybank.com slash magic. Wichita State will be the visiting team on the scoreboard tonight. And they will be wearing black tonight with gold stripes, letters, and numbers. No white trim on these. These are new road uniforms. Black and gold are the colors. And Arizona will be in white. Actually, they're introducing Arizona first. They're in white. And starting for them, Benedict Matherin, a 6'6 sophomore slash freshman from Haiti originally, raised in Montreal. He's averaging 12 points per game and a second team all Pac-12 performer. Dalen Terry is a 6'7 sophomore slash freshman from Phoenix, four-star recruit out of high school. 5.7 points, five assists per game. Like Matherin, a freshman last year, but retains that eligibility off the COVID year. And another in that class, Azulis Tubelis, 6'11", 245. He is from Vilnius, Lithuania. He's averaging 16 points per game, 6.3 rebounds, shooting 68% from the field. Kerr Krisa, 6'3", sophomore freshman from Tartu, Estonia. 12.7 points per game, shooting 46% from three. And Christian Coloco, a 7'1", 230-pound junior slash sophomore from Cameroon, averaging 14 points, 6.7 rebounds, 
and four blocks per game. For Wichita State, a 6'5 junior from Baker, Louisiana, Dexter Dennis, 11.3 points per game, 6.7 rebounds, and he's averaging 1.7 blocks per game. Tyson Etienne, 6'2 sophomore from Inglewood, New Jersey. He's only played in two of the three games, averaging 10 points per game. Craig Porter will start at the point guard, a 6'2 junior from Terre Haute, Indiana, averaging 3.3 points and 3.3 rebounds per game. And rounding it out, it will be Morris Udeze, 6'8 junior from Houston, Texas, averaging 8.3 points per game, 7.7 rebounds. And Joe Pleasant, 6'8 junior from Overland Park, transfer from Abilene Christian, averaging three points and three rebounds through the first three games for the Shockers. Yeah, Shockers along the front line. Uh, Dexter Dennis, 6'5". Mosa Deze, 6'8". Joe Pleasant, 6'7". Uh, going us against 6'7". Uh, Terry, 6'11". Tubelis, and 7'1". Coloco. So Arizona's going to have the height advantage for sure here at the start of the game. Just about ready to go. They're showing a kind of like a fighter's belt out there at center court. That's the trophy that they'll be playing for. A really good turnout of Arizona fans, but an even bigger turnout of Shocker fans. I am actually kind of amazed by how many people are here. And uh, it's just a, a really great showing by the Shocker fans to be here for this tournament. Shockers travel. They travel, especially when you got a, a, a really attractive site like Las Vegas. It's certainly a little bit different circumstances. And out here, masks are pretty much mandatory. Uh, any kind of indoor type thing, they've been pretty much mandatory everywhere we've been. Uh, you got restaurants, obviously, if you have food and beverage on the table, then you can take your mask off. But in the casinos and even on the street, you see most people wearing masks. But uh, a lot of people here. And uh, hopefully a good performance by the Shockers tonight against a very talented Arizona team. Man, they got some big dudes. Yes, they're, they're coming by us. They're all bumping fists with the uh, Doug Sermon here at half court right in front of us as they walk by us. Uh, uh, they're, not, they're not just tall. They're tall and, and put together. Kirk Creesa, their smallest starter at 6'3". Everybody else at least 6'6". It will be... Morris Udeze, jumping center against Christian Coloco, 6-8 against 7-1 to buy for the opening tip. Doug Sermons, looks like he's got the ball. He will toss it up to get this one underway. Again, Arizona in white, their main colors are red and blue. The, the numbers and letters are in almost a uh, shiny red, like a aluminum red. Wichita State in black uniforms, gold letters and numbers. I think we mentioned Tommy Lloyd in his first year as the head coach at Arizona was an assistant for 20 years at Gonzaga to Mark Few. He actually had it in his contract signed by the school's president and athletic director that if Mark Few ever retired or left, he was the head coach. But was offered a lot of other jobs, finally decided to take this one at the University of Arizona. Ball in the air, and Mo Odeze got the tip. So Dexter Dennis hands it to Craig Porter, and the Shockers will have it first. Porter picked up by Kreza 
She brings it into the front court. Teresa trying to get out and pressure him. Ball goes left side to Dennis. And at the top to Desi. Swings it right wing to Etienne. Out front to Joe Pleasant. Gives it up to Desi, left of the key. Out front to Dennis, shot clock down to 10. Pleasant on the right wing, had it slapped for a moment. Etienne, going to be guarded by Dalen Terry, works off his screen, kind of fumbled it, bounces it for Desi, bounces back to Etienne, tries to force a shot and an air ball with one on the shot clock. Shot clock violation. Well, they didn't switch that ball screen late in the shot clock. Uh, Mo Desi set a screen for uh, Tyson Etienne. If he'd have come off there a little bit harder, I think he would have had an open shot. First Arizona possession. Creesa brings it into the front court, guarded by Etienne. Hands it off to Terry, coming back left to right into the lane, lobs it, and a missed little tip by Coloco. He could have dunked it. It looked like he just kind of made a soft little tip, and it bounced out of the basket. Yeah, a really slick offensive set that time by Arizona. Got a wide-open shot right by the rim, but he missed it. Etienne between the circles, looking for a screen. Coloco comes out to help on him. Bounce pass underneath. Odese all by himself missed the layup. Joe Pleasant fighting, gets the rebound, and puts it on the floor. Shovels it in the lane to Odese. And he double dribbled, I think. Actually, three seconds is the call. He was as wide open as you can get on that layup and missed it. It's obviously some nerves on both ends. Yeah, on. it's just a head shaker. You just can't believe a guy six foot eight could miss that shot. It was a really, really nice pass in there. Was it Tyson that threw that pass yeah. in there? Yeah, really nice pass to Mo after the big guy switched on Tyson. Creesa to Coloco, popping out to the right wing. Now out front to Kalisa around the left side. Matherin for three. Good. Benedict Matherin, who has had a great year last year. He's actually been kind of off to a slow start, kind of like Tyson Etienne, not shooting it as well as he can. So that's a good start for him. Yeah, preseason all-Pac-10 first team. Uh, just 29% from three, but looked pretty good on that one. Way out front, Tyson Etienne. Shockers down 3-0. Coloco helping out off the screen. He's double-teamed near the sideline. They're wow. going to call a push. I think maybe on – no, it's – I thought maybe on Matherin, yeah, it was. On Benedict Matherin, a little push with both no, hands from the side. Terry. Oh, Dale and Terry. Sorry, Bob. So first foul on either team. Wichita State will get a new 20 on the clock. And ball's fumbled out front, recovered by Porter. Drives it down the middle of the court, and then pulls it back out to the left side of the key. Back out front with 12 on the clock. Goes left. Gets into the lane, shot fake, up from about eight, bounces out. Good move. He got up cleanly, missed it. Arizona back the other way. Yeah, they're not hard hedging that ball screen. They're just kind of shadowing it, so the guards are going to have that shot off that ball screen. Terry, left wing to Matherin, gives it up deeper on the wing to Creesa. Looks inside the post. That was fronted by Odese. Out front, Tubelis driving it. Stumbles, falls, but he got it off to Coloco for the dunk. And it's 5-0 Arizona. Yeah, Tubella, 6'11", but he can drive. He's got quick feet, runs the court well. Porter penetrating the top a little bit, pulls it out to the right wing. Hands off to Etienne, out front for Dennis, almost a steal. Dex gets a three away and hits. Dexter Dennis from the left elbow with a three-pointer to get the Shockers' first points of the night. Yeah, nice shot by Dexter. That'll help loosen the guys up. 5-3 Arizona, Creesa right wing to Matherin, off the screen, then cross court to Terry, quickly to Creesa, looked to drive it, didn't have it. Out front Matherin, on the right wing, Terry. Shockers are in his own, Mike. Back out front Matherin, left wing Creesa, long three, air ball, Coloco trying to save, but it was out of bounds, and they'll go to Wichita State. So Creesa, with a hand in his face, kind of forcing that three just a little bit, and didn't even draw iron. You know, I thought they were in the zone last trip down, but they shot it pretty quickly, so I really couldn't tell. But they were definitely in their matchup zone that time. 5-3 Arizona, 2.58 gone. 
And Arizona picking up full court. This looks like a 2-2-1 zone press. Etienne in backcourt over to Porter. And then up across the timeline to Dennis. He's one-on-one against the seven-footer way out on the on the floor. Spinning in the lane to Deze. A little jump hook. Good. He just spun around to Bellis and knocks down the hook for his first two. And we're tied at five. Yeah, it was one-on-one down on the low post. And Morris to Deze just beat to Bellis. Matherin, a long lob for Coloco. Had to chase it down. Throws it out front. Creaser, left wing. Matherin, a three under pressure. In and out. And Craig Porter fighting for the rebound. It was knocked out of bounds. Last touched, I believe. Porter. Porter. By Porter. Yeah, Some of the Sermon. Arizona players were starting up court, but it's going to stay in this end. Yeah, uh, Coach Brown signaled our ball, but uh, Doug Sermon signaled their ball. 5-5 <laughs> ball comes in to Kerr Creza. Way out front, guarded by Etienne. Way out near the timeline, looking to drive it by him. Goes around the screen, shovel it off to the screener. Tubelis from the foul line hits. 15-footer for Azulis Tubelis and Arizona back in front, 7-5. A very mature-looking freshman, 6'11", 250 pounds. Near the front court, Porter gets a screen from Udezi, then gives it up left side to Etienne. Well up above the arc, coming off of the screen, gets a three away from out front, spins out, and the rebound to Coloco for Arizona. Quick outlet to Creza up the left sideline. Bounce pass, middle of the floor. Matherin down the lane, shoveled it under, and a foul to Bellis. Trying to go up with his right hand, got fouled from behind to prevent the layup, and he'll go to the line for two. Yeah, there's been a couple of trips already, Mike, where the Shockers aren't matched up quick enough. they got to get matched up quicker to shut off that penetration by Arizona. First foul on Wichita State. I believe it was on Craig Porter, and we go to a timeout. 15-54 to go in the first half. And it's Arizona 7, Wichita State 5. Tap in. Hang out at Social Tap Drinkery. This new and distinctive tap room has 52 different taps that feature Sunrano Pizza and Wheatley's Burgers. Located in Braeburn Square on campus, Social Tap is perfect for gathering with family and friends and all televised Shocker athletic events. Go Shocks! United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. We want to recognize your small business with the spotlight on small business sweepstakes. You can win a chance to promote your business to Shocker fans. Winners receive radio promotion, social media recognition, and more. Register to put your business in the spotlight. Visit uhc.com. United Healthcare is a proud sponsor of Wichita State Athletics. For terms and conditions, visit uhc.com. Sweepstakes rules and restrictions apply. Tap in. Hang out at Social Tap Drinkery. This new and distinctive tap room has 52 different taps that feature Sunrano Pizza and Wheatley's Burgers. Located in Braeburn Square on campus, Social Tap is perfect for gathering with family and friends and all televised Shocker athletic events. Go Shocks! Wow. Retirement seems to have uh, reinvigorated your golf game. Been taking lessons from the club pro? Nope. I've been listening to Baxter and Associates about reviewing my financial and retirement plans. So Baxter and Associates helps you... Relax. (laughs) Whoa. Call 652-0101 or go to money-planning.com. Baxter and Associates. Time well spent, money well invested. Securities and advisory services offered through Sage Point Financial Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. These entities are not affiliated. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Michael Rogers, Sean Chapman, or Kerry Mock. In Valley Center, see Tim Dink. In Newton, see Ken Hall. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. 
15.54 to go in the first half here in Las Vegas. Wichita State, two of five from the field, one of two from three for five points. Arizona, three of six from the field, one of three from three for seven. So the Wildcats up two, and they will have Azulis Tabellis going to the free throw line for two shots after being fouled by Dexter Dennis. Dex is first, and the team's first. And the Shockers now have Quay Grant in the game for Craig Porter at point guard. That looks like the only change so far for either team. Tubelis, last year 69% from the line. This year so far, just a little over 57, made that one. And he has three points in the early going. He was 8 of 14 this season coming into the game. Last year shot 69.2 on 107 attempts. Free throw, bounces in. So Tubelis with four, Arizona with a four-point lead. They led 5-0. The Shockers tied it at five. Quay Grant in the game for the first time, bringing it up. Guarded by Creasa, starts left, comes to the middle of the floor, looking in the lane over to Dexter Dennis. Bounce pass, left block, Udeze. They double-team, knocked it away. Arizona comes up with the steal, and Creasa on the floor got it to Coloco, who gets it back to Creasa to bring it up court. Yeah, Mo, Mo Udeze's got to recognize the double-team and, and not put the ball down on the floor. Double-team on Mather, and he drops it down low to Coloco. Trying to make a move on Joe Pleasant. Bounce pass in the lane, and going to the basket and missing was uh, was that Larson? That's uh, Larson, yeah. Larson, he came cutting right down the middle, Mike, and missed, missed the bunny. Shockers have it back. Down four, Etienne left side. Guarded right now by Pella Larson. Looking to take him on the dribble. Goes off the screen by Odeze into the keyhole. Then over on the left wing to Dennis. Dexter rises up with a three. Bounces short off the front of the rim. Long rebound out to Creasa. Arizona quickly up court. Cross court pass to Larson. Bounce pass right block to Coloco. Looking to make a move in there. Backed over Udeze. Makes a left-handed hook. Coloco with four. And Arizona with a six-point lead. 11-5. to five. There's going to be a flop warning here by uh, Marcus Pettigrew, the official on Mo Udeze, I believe. He fell down on that contact uh, down in the post. And uh, the referee has made a warning. He'll go out, and Kenny Poto is in. So the 6'11 freshman making his first appearance. Shocker lineup has Poto, Pleasant, Grant, Dennis, and Etienne. Arizona off to a good start offensively as they have made four of eight shots, lead it 11 to 5. Grant in the front court. Those left off the screen by Etienne, drives it under all the way to the basket, blocked by Tabellas. Out front, three by Etienne, rattles in. That's a heads up play by Kenny Poto. After that block, he retrieved the ball and found Tyson Etienne wide open for a three up top. Lobbed down on the block, and Tabellas that time is going to get a charge. That was Quay Grant under there, no flop that time. Tabellas ran over him and picks up his first foul and the second team foul for Arizona. Yeah, Tubelis does a really good job of fighting for position down on the low post and on the weak side low post when there's a double team, but he got called for a, a charge that time. Nice play by Quay Grant. Wichita State, three of eight from the field, but two of four from three. So two of their three baskets have been three-pointers. They're down 11-8, and they have the possession. Monzi Jackson in for the Shockers. For Arizona, Justin Keir has checked in at a guard, a 6-4, 50-year transfer on the left wing. Grant keeping his dribble going, brings to the middle, down into the lane, out in the right corner. Jackson passed up a three, drives it, tried to oh, make a pass. A couple of players going to the floor. Two Arizona guys, and one landed on. 
on top of Larson, it looks like. Looks and he's like got a hold of his knee, Mike. Coloco landed on Larson. I no. think there's going to be a foul on Arizona That here. was Ballow that landed on him. And he's uh, 260 pounds, seven-footer. Larson getting up slowly, hobbling a little bit. That is going to be the third team foul on Arizona. Not sure who it was on, but a good drive out of the corner by Monzi Jackson. Ricky Council has checked in. Shot clock reset to 20. They'll play it underneath. I think the foul was on uh, Larson. I saw the referee signaling three to the bench. Lob into Poto, and then he fires a bullet at Quay Grant about six feet away, high and wide out of bounds, and the Shockers turn it over. Yeah, that's a number of turnovers already. I think three for the Shockers. 11-8, uh, Arizona on top. Four, Mike. Four turnovers for Wichita State so far. Not quite six minutes gone. Kier out front. Right wing to Matherin, and it's taken out of his hands by Ricky Council. He's double-teamed, but gets it away to Poto and over to Tyson Etienne. Quick hands by Ricky that time. Etienne in the front court. Starts left. Hand off to Monzi Jackson. Puts it on the floor. Cross court to Grant. Quay off a couple of screens. Gets a three from the right elbow. High off the back. Bounces off. Rebound. Ballo for Arizona. Yeah, Quay got a really good look. He refused the ball screen. Went the other way. Had a wide open three. Kier right wing. And steps back and fires. Misses off the back on the rebound. Saved by Arizona. But to Ricky Council. He'll bring it up court. Drives it down the middle of the court. Shovels left wing. Jackson for three. No good. Way off the other side. Rebound Kenny Poto. Throws it back out to Council. Ricky a shot fake. Drives it and then loses the ball going in and is called for the charge as well. Yeah, he made a shot fake on the three-pointer. Got by the man guarding him on the perimeter. And when he drove in, lost control of the basketball but ran over a Wildcat drawn the charge. Second team foul. Arizona gets it back. The Wildcats lead 11-8, 13-11 to go in the first half. The Shockers have Poto, Jackson, Grant, Etienne, and Council, and the Shockers pressing. In backcourt, Dalen Terry throws it up across the timeline to Larson. Dribbles to the left wing, drives it all the way to the baseline, turns back out, and his oh. pass was deflected by Grant to Monsey Jackson. Driving it up court, down the lane, all the way to the basket with a left-hander. It was blocked by Dalen Terry. Terry pushes it back the other way, circles through the top of the key, and throws it out front to Aiken, who's in the ballgame now. Kier down the lane, bounce pass under to Ballo, gets a couple of men in the air, and hammers it home. Just big-time dunk by Umar Ballo. They do a nice job of driving and then finding the big guy down open on the block. Nice pass that time by Terry. 13-8, Arizona. Quay Grant left to the key to Jackson. Monzi had it almost slapped away, but Aiken, Kim Aiken, just kind of slapped him in the face. And the foul on Aiken will be his first and the fifth team foul, fourth team foul on Arizona. So Shockers have played about nine guys, and I think Arizona has played about ten guys already. A lot of substitutions here early in this game. Quay Grant will play it in from the left sideline. 12-26 to go in the first half. Shockers down by five for the second time. They were down 5-0. Now it's 13-8. Grant starts left, keeps his dribble on the left wing, guarded by Terry, comes back to the middle, penetrates a little at the top. Now back into the lane, seven to shoot, gets it away to Etienne, a long three off the front of the rim, rebound comes out to Ballo, or actually to Aiken. And now it is Kier bringing it up. Drives the right side against Ricky Council. Goes all the way under the basket and finger rolls it in. Bounced in off the right side of the rim. Wow. Coach Brown, hot off the bench, was not happy why that defensive performance by Ricky Council. 
as the man just fly, flew right by him to the basket. Laying down the law a little bit, and even though it's a called 30 by the Shockers, we're at the under 12 mark, so we will break away with 11.59 to go in the first half. It's Arizona 15, Wichita State 8. It's officially Shocker season. Buffalo Wild Wings has teamed up to bring you delicious deals. Show your mobile ticket or mention this ad and receive a free appetizer with a $20 purchase. When you visit any Buffalo Wild Wings, we'll see you on the court. Meritrust Credit Union is the official financial well-being partner of Wichita State Athletics. We're proud to serve all the Shocker fans in Wichita and surrounding communities. Go Shocks! It's officially Shocker season. Buffalo Wild Wings has teamed up to bring you delicious deals. Receive a free appetizer with a $20 purchase when you show your mobile ticket or mention this ad. Visit any Wichita Buffalo Wild Wings after the game today and enjoy. Meritrust Credit Union is the official financial well-being partner of Wichita State Athletics. We're proud to serve all the Shocker fans in Wichita and surrounding communities. Go Shocks! You'd love to have your AC and furnace systems checked to be sure they're working properly, but you don't want to pay for an expensive service call. Well, as a new Faunastock customer, you can have a trained HVAC tech come to a system diagnostic, suggest ways to improve your efficiency, and provide a free estimate on any needed repairs. All for just $19.46, the year Faunastock started. It's the new customer $19.46 special, only from Faunastock. License number 1747S. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Chris Post, TJ Wilson, or Rachel Finsky. In El Dorado, see Becky Shum. And in Hayesville, see Forrest Hummel. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. 11.59 to go in the first half. Nine players have seen action for both teams. Five of those nine have scored for Arizona. Only three of nine for Wichita State. The Shockers only shooting three of 12. Arizona, six of 11. Wichita State has made one more three-pointer, but Arizona has the game's only two free throws. A lot of turnovers so far, Mike. Uh, five by the Wichita State, four by Arizona. Shocker basketball. Arizona's going to pick up full court, leading in this ball game by a score of 15 to 8. Tyson Etienne looking to get it in to Quay Grant. They double team him backcourt, and as he stepped through, got fouled. Justin Keir with the call. That's going to be his first and the fifth team foul on Arizona. Now they inbounded to Quay Grant in a quick trap that time by Keir and. Uh, and by Terry and Kyer, and uh, they got called for being a little too aggressive on that trap. Looks like Tommy Lloyd is taking Dalen Terry out and putting Benedict Matherin back in. He'll be on the ball as the Shockers inbound it. Into Grant. This time he drives it up the left sideline, beat the double team, cross court to Council, going to the basket, tried to throw it down, but just threw it off the backboard. He was had a defender between him and the basket, tried to dunk it. Matherin for three out front, bounces off, rebound knocked away. Dexter Dennis deflected it off an Arizona player. Etienne chases it down in the corner, dribbles out of there, pushes it up court to Grant, Quay down the middle of the floor, pulls up left elbow out front to Dennis, back to Grant, three by Quay, good from the left wing. Yeah, Shockers. I think might be uh, it might be advantageous for them to get those quick shots up because their defense has not set up yet for Arizona. 
Only their fourth, and a double team on Larson. They're going to call a foul. Going to be a reach in and on Dexter Dennis, and that's going to be his second foul. So that hurts. Shockers have only made four field goals in 14 tries, but three of eight from three. That's kind of keeping them in it as they trail 15 to 11 now. Yeah, they just called a, a kind of a similar foul on Arizona when they trapped Quay Grant. So they got uh, Dexter Dennis on too aggressively trapping that time. Third team foul, and a steal by Ricky Council. Got between two players, two defenders back. He gives it to Joe Pleasant, tried to shoot it from the top, and was blocked from behind him by Justin Keir. He didn't see him coming at the top. That is Kim Aiken. Hands it off to Keir. Across the top to Larson, right side. Back over on the left wing to Keir. Shot clock at 16. Works off a screen, driving it in the lane, down the lane, throws up a runner, missed it, and a slam dunk on the follow by Benedict Matherin. Yeah, the 6'6 freshman went up, got it with two hands, and just slammed it through. Arizona crashing the offensive boards. It is Arizona 17, the Shockers 11. Joe Pleasant, a handoff on the left wing to Etienne, and Matherin called for being too aggressive through the screen, pushing off. That's going to be his first foul. Sixth team foul, so the Shockers just one Arizona foul away now from the one and one. A little quicker whistle than the Shockers had the other night against Tarleton State. They were letting the guys go away with a lot of pushing and shoving and grabbing, but not so tonight. 10.33 to go, first half. Pass came in to Pleasant, right back to Quay Grant. Got a screen from Poto, starts left. Left wing council, shot fake, almost got it knocked away. Out front to Grant, 11 to shoot. Quay one-on-one -on -one against one of the big guys, Coloco. Down the lane all the way to the rim and oh, rolls it in. Beautiful finger roll that time by Quay Grant over the seven-footer. Lob at the other end for Matherin who dunks. The Shockers didn't get back after the made basket. And Benedict Matherin with a slam dunk. Well, the coaches warned him, you can't celebrate after you make a bucket. You better turn and sprint, or Arizona's going to be laying it into the other end. And that's exactly what happened on that play. 30-second timeout taken by the Shockers here. The Oxford Villa Active Senior Apartments are proud sponsors of Wichita State Athletics. Oxford Villa Apartments are perfect for independent Wichitans who enjoy their personal space as much as they love their social lives. Get to know your neighbors at a senior boxing class or join in a game of cards. With miles of paved walking paths, scenic ponds, a grand courtyard, huge walk-in closets, granite countertops, and a 24-hour concierge, you'll feel right at home in the Oxford family. Stop by the Oxford Villa on 29th Street, just west of Mays Road, or schedule a virtual tour at www.oxfordvilla.com. Yeah, Arizona, after that made basket by Grant, uh, threw it in, made a long inbounds pass, pushed it up, and then threw the lob to Matherin, who laid it in. He's already got seven points here. Six-point lead for the Wildcats. It is 19-13. Full-court pickup, a 1-2-2 zone press. Quay Grant in backcourt over to Etienne, trying to read the double team coming back over to Grant. Quay gets around a defender into the front court, down through the lane all the way up, and it was blocked. Etienne fighting for it. It is loose on the floor. Poto picked it up to Pleasant, to Council. Ricky down the lane, little left-handed runner, good. Yeah, he had to dodge the guy on the floor, which I think is Larson. He was hurt a minute ago. Now he's got he's been hit in the head. Got but Ricky the... was a acrobatic play to, to avoid him. His first two points, and it is Pella Larson who got whacked in the back of the head. He had the 260-pound ball on him earlier, and it looks like 
they are going to have to take him out of the game. He's probably going to be okay, it appears, but uh, since they had to stop the game, they have to take him out. Looks like Tubelis, who hasn't played since real early, is going to be back in for the Wildcats. Wichita State cutting the lead back to four. It's 19-15 Arizona. Now, Larson, he played uh, at Utah last year and uh, transferred from Utah to Arizona, but he's been knocked around a little bit so far tonight, and he's going to sit down for a while. Had a broken foot this summer and just has been coming back since right before the start of the season, so they don't consider him quite 100% physically yet, but has been playing pretty well. Quay Grant goes out for a breather. Craig Porter is back in. Udeze is back in. The Shockers will have Udeze, Pleasant, Porter, Council, and Etienne. So the original starting lineup, except for uh, Ricky Council in there for Dexter Dennis, who has picked up two early fouls. Well, neither team's shooting very well from three. Uh, Arizona's just one out of five. Wichita State, three of nine, 33%, so not not horrible. But uh, they're not shooting very well from two. They're six for 18 from two, 33% as a total from uh, from the floor, 33%, where uh, which uh, Arizona is 8 out of 15, 53% so far in the first half. And they are, that means they are 7 for 10 from two-point range. They've had at least three, maybe four dunks in the early going. Yeah, and let's see. The Shockers are 3 out of uh, 9. So the 3 out of 9 from 3, 3 out of 9 from 2. And they are part of the delay here is that... Uh, they were looking for, like, some wipes. Todd Fagan, the Wichita State trainer, is out there with some uh, some wipes uh, to some wipe up where Pelly Larson was on the floor. Yeah, some blood spilled on the floor. Uh, so, he got, so he was bleeding from that blow to the head. Seems to be okay, staying on the bench. They'll have Creesa, Matherin, Coloco, Tubelis, and... The fifth man out there is uh, Keir, Justin Keir. You know, uh, Mike, uh, Mo Desi's having a hard time getting out of the blocks this season. He's really had some poor starts to some ball games. He tried to dribble it with three guys on him earlier, turned it over, missed a point-blank layup, uh, had another turnover later on, on a dribbling in traffic. So... Uh, he needs to get it going. I, I thought the Shockers looked pretty good with Poto in there and with uh, Quay Grant in there, but uh, they're both on the bench now, so Mo Des is going to have to play better and Craig Porter as well. Shockers picking up three-quarter court zone press and Kreese away up court to Coloco on the right wing, dribbles to the baseline, then picked it up, throws it out front to Keir over to Kreese, back out to Keir. Shockers staying in a zone in the half court. Matherin out front to Creesa. In the lane, Tabellis for the turnaround. Good. That was about a 10-foot turnaround in the lane. Azulis Tabellis has six points. Got it right in the middle of that zone and scored. Yeah, that 2-3 matchup zone, that's where it's vulnerable, right in the middle. Porter, a little pull-up from 10 feet just inside the foul line. Hits his first two points of the game. He looked at Udeze. They kind of fell back on Udeze and left him open. Shockers cut the lead back to four. Yeah, guards are open on that ball screen out top. Tabellis, more of a contested 15-footer that time, and Ricky Council snatches the rebound. Better close out on Tabellis that time after he caught the ball in the middle of the lane. Porter working down the left side, takes it to the baseline. Udeze, left block, wheels in there, gets the hook away, kind of forced it, bounced off the left side. Tabellis was guarding him. 
Yeah, and he was sitting right on Moe's left shoulder. He's not letting him turn and shoot that jump hook with his right hand. Kier right wing for Arizona in the front court to Coloco at the high post. Hand back to Kier, then back to Coloco. Roll into the basket, runs over Joe Pleasant, and that's a charge on Christian Coloco. Good defensive position by Joe Pleasant. Coloco picks up his first foul, seventh team foul, so Wichita State will be in the one and one on the next common foul by the Wildcats. Pretty good defensive stand right there, Mike. Uh, Mo Udeze jumped out as a Wichita or as a uh, Wildcat guard came off the ball screen, and as the big guy rolled and got the ball, there was Pleasant coming over from the weak side to draw the charge. Arizona fans didn't like the call. Shockers get it back down by four at the end at the top. Little shot fake, puts it on the floor, goes right, and then out front to Porter. Craig Porter squared up on Kreza. Back over to Etienne. He's being guarded by Kier. Eight to shoot. Has a screen from Udeze. Tried to step through. Couldn't. Pleasant. Back to Etienne. going to have to force one. Long three. Missed everything. Air ball from about 35 feet way out near the right sideline. Etienne's going to go out. Ricky Council in. Tyson is showing a tired sign. Arizona ball, still 8.03 to go in the first half. Long way to go. Arizona up 21-17. Shockers picking up pretty much full court. Kier over to Kreisa. He brings it to the middle of the court. Across the timeline to Kier. Bounce back to Kreisa out front. Craig Porter on him. Dribbles toward the left sideline. Comes back off the screen by Tabellis. Right wing Kier. Down on the block, Coloco. Double teamed out to Matherin for three. Right wing, good. Wow. Benedict Matherin with his second three. And he's a guy that was preseason all-conference. Last year shot 42% from three, but had only been 5 of 17 so far this season. Kind of a second-year freshman, but sure doesn't look like a freshman. Looks very comfortable out there. Council's three from out front. Miss short. Joe Pleasant fighting on the floor for it. And I think we may get, what, a foul wow. or a jump ball. No. Somebody landed on Pleasant, I think. And well, it, Kreesaw just jumped right on top of him. I mean, you can't jump on top of the guy that's laying there on the ball, so that foul's going to be on Kreesaw. It's also the eighth team foul, so this will be a one-and-one one for Joe Pleasant after the under-eight timeout. 7.21 to go in the first half. It is Arizona 24, Wichita State 17. Wichita is shocker country, and Chicken and Pickle is your headquarters for family fun and the best Wichita State watch parties in town. Chicken and Pickle at 13th and Greenwich, just off 96. Take your game day to the next level with pickleball, yard games, ice skating, live music, food and drink specials, and more. Catch the Shockers game on their big screen TVs. There's no better place to watch the Shockers than a Chicken and Pickle. 13th and Greenwich, just off 96. Go Shocks! What we have, you can't find with the search engine. Maps won't navigate you there. But it makes a big difference when you find it. It isn't expensive or complicated. It's our simple, timeless values, like honesty and humility. They've helped us support our customers and communities for more than a century. And it's those values that guide us today as we seek new ways to serve you. That's tradition for today. That's Intrust Bank. This is Ice T. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Matty Ice. I convinced NFL teams to turn to cold water washing with Tide. The NFL, your uniforms get dirty. Tide can handle it, even in cold. Plus, if fans join in, they can save up to $150 on their energy bill. Looks like you just made the team, rookie. Turn to cold with Tide. And that's the bottom line. It's got to be Tide. Energy savings based on average from switching from hot to cold and non-HE machines. 
LSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. 721 to go in the first half. Wichita State down at the moment by 724-17. And that is the largest deficit that they have faced. They do have Joe Pleasant going to the free throw line for a one and one. Arizona's now been whistled for seven fouls. Wichita State for only, actually eight now. Wichita State for only three. But Arizona's shot the only two free throws so far. Joe Pleasant going to the line with a chance to cut the lead to five. Wichita State still just 7 of 21, 33%, 3 of 10 from 3. Arizona's only 2 of 6 from 3, but 10 of 18 overall for 56%. Yeah, 56% by Arizona. That's a, the highest percentage any shocker opponent has shot so far. Both teams kind of sloppy, six turnovers each. Uh, but shockers, uh, points in the paint, uh, down 6 to Arizona, 14 to 8. Also, each team's had six turnovers, but the Shockers haven't scored after an Arizona turnover. Arizona six points off turnovers. Joe Pleasant was two for two from the line in the Jacksonville State game, then went 0 for two on Tuesday night against Tarleton State. Front end of a one and one here. It's up and good, and that's his first point of the ball game. Shockers are getting scoring from a lot of different people. That's the seventh different Wichita State player to score so far tonight. This could get it back to a five-point edge, and he makes them both. Joe well. Pleasant with his first two points, but give him also some credit for scrapping after that loose ball, after the miss, keep that play alive. Yeah, that's going to be important, making those free throws. They're up, the fouls are eight to three in favor of the Shockers. Creasa, Coloco at the top, and he... I thought it looked like he was going to make a handoff to Matherin. Matherin cut back door, and he threw it to the spot where Matherin had been and threw it out of bounds. Yeah, he was trying to make a one-handed pass, and Matherin went back door, and it went out of bounds right by Doug Sermon. Quay Grant walking it up for the Shockers. Gets a screen from Odeze. Goes left back to Odeze in the lane. Tried to take it up in traffic. Called for traveling. Just kind of out of control. He's not gathering himself or staying composed and Shockers with a turnover right after Arizona turned it over. Well, a little drive and dish that time by Quay Grant when we got it to Desi, he wasn't really open. He didn't have a lane to the basket. There were two big Arizona defenders right in his way. Umar Balo in for Arizona placing Coloco. He's the 7'1", 260 pounder. Matherin in the front court. Out front to Tubelis and in mid lane to uh, Balo and a reach in by Udeze from behind, I believe, is going to be the call. That's what it is. Morris Udeze with his first personal foul and the fourth team foul on Wichita State. Yeah, when that ball went to the top, Balo just stepped over in front of Udeze and just sealed him right there in front of the basket. Udeze's got to stay on the top of him that low. Larson looking to play it in, having a little trouble, and finally lobs it way out front to Balo. Gives it over to Creasa, who slipped but kept his pivot foot down in the lane, lobs for Balo in the dunk. Yeah, that was too easy. Balo has had a couple of lob dunks now, and he's got four. Yeah, that pick and roll is working for the Wildcats tonight. Quay Grant right side. Udeze at the high post. Hands it back to Grant. Back to Udeze. Going to the basket. This time draws the foul. One up in between two defenders. It was Balo and Tubelis. Yeah, I think the foul is going to be on Azulis Tubelis. Is that right? I couldn't see the signal, Mike. Ninth uh, team foul. That time, Udeze had a lane to the basket and took it in there aggressively, picking up the foul. Udeze at the line for two. Pleasant just made two a moment ago. 
Shockers down seven again, 26-19. Free throw, spins out. They got two Bellas with one foul. And Balo with one foul. That was on Balo. They have nine fouls, nine different players with one apiece. Udeze had been six of seven from the line on the year. Coming into this one, five for five against Tarleton State. That one is spinning out. He is off to a really tough start in this one. And Arizona with the ball and a seven-point lead. Into the front court, Kreza hands it off to Larson. Out front to Tubelis. Back to Kreza coming out front. Back to Tubelis on a pick and roll, and he lays it in. They are really working that to death. Tubelis with eight points now, and Arizona with its biggest lead so far, 28-19. Quay Grant up a little floater, and he got fouled. Came up a little bit short, but he got hit in the air. And the foul is going to go against Kerr Kreisa. He'll be the first Arizona player to pick up two fouls in the first half. Shocker's got to figure out a way to cover that, that pick and roll. Uh, Arizona's just cutting them up with that play. Quay Grant to the free throw line. And so far he is 6 of 9 on the year. Free throw short. So Joe Pleasant made the Shockers' first two free throws, and now Deze and Grant have missed three in a row. And these are critical, Mike. This would keep Shockers in the ball game if they can make these free throws. The fouls are 10 to 4 in the Shockers' favor, so they need to cash in. Second Grant free throw is good. Quay Grant with six to lead the Shockers in the first half, but they trail by eight, 28-20. Need to start making some stops. Driving it, Larson down the left side of the floor, spins back out to the left wing. Now going to take a three, and it bounces off the back. Rebound stolen by Mather, and there were two Shockers under there, and he split right between them, stole it, and laid it in. He's got 12, Arizona leads by 10. Grant penetrating, got bumped a little bit out front to Council, left wing to Etienne. Kenny Poto is back in the game, setting a screen, Etienne trying to take it into the lane. Going to be called for an offensive foul. Defender was kind of leaning in on him, and he finally just threw his lead arm out and shoved him off. Yeah. And that's going to be Tyson's first foul. Yeah, Pella Larson, the 6'5 freshman. He was leaning. He's kind of playing physical with uh, Tyson at the end out there, and Tyson didn't like it. Pushed off with his off arm, his left arm, and got called for the foul. Arizona ball, 5.33 to go in the first half. The Shockers need to stop the bleeding here. They've been hanging in it, but now down by 10 for the first time. And... There hasn't been an empty possession for Arizona for a while. They finally missed a shot the last time down, and the Shockers missed a box out and let Matherin go in there and lay it in. Larson into the front court, guarded by Etienne. Cuts left, keeps the ball out toward the left wing, way out front to Justin Keir. Gets a screen, goes to the top of the arc. Then in the left corner, three, no good by Tubelis. It bounced over the top of the backboard, rebounded by Matherin, shovels it in the lane. Tubelis had it stripped and a foul on Wichita State. I think Poto's probably going to pick this one up, Mike. No? Actually, Five. it was somebody, I think it was Monzi Jackson, Jackson, slapping it out of his hand underneath, and that's going to be his first, team six. This will be two free throws for Azulis Tubelis. He's the only Arizona player to shoot a free throw yet, went two for two earlier. He has eight here in the first half. First of two, good. Again, he was 69% last year. So far this season, he'd only been at 57% through their first three games. Yeah, he 20, started 20 games last year for Arizona, averaged 12.7 rebounds. He's a good-looking freshman. Second year at Arizona, but listed as a freshman. 
Second one rattles out. Fight for the rebound. Kenny Poto grabbed it, but he fell, and he's called for traveling, so it will stay with Arizona. Yeah, he got his feet, kind of came down on some other guy's feet, lost his footing, fell down, and traveling call. Keir will play it in from the baseline. Left wing, Matherin gets a three away. Good. That was contested by Porter, but he got there a step late. Matherin now has three trays and 15 points in the first half, and Arizona is up by 14. Yeah, they're really feeling it right now. Etienne pulls up 17-footer, spins out, rebound Arizona. A pretty good look that time by Tyson, a pull-up Jay from just outside the free throw line. Larson a handoff to Keir, works to the left of the key. Entry pass knocked away by Monzi Jackson, scrap on the floor. Craig Porter had it for a moment to Bellis. Landed on it and was laying out of bounds, and so I think it's going to go to Wichita State. Chabellis got, got his hands on it, but he was laying across the end line. It will be the Shockers basketball. Yeah, I didn't see a signal there, but Shockers are taking the ball out. Kim Aiken back in, replaces Ballo, so this is the first time tonight that one of the two seven-footers has not been in there for Arizona. Yeah, Four. they're going with a small lineup now, Mike. <laughs> yeah, Chabellis at 6'11". <laughs> Etienne, right side, driving on Larson, shot fake, fall away from about 12, in and out, tipped by Monzi Jackson, he got inside of an Arizona player, tipped it in with his left hand for his first two points. Yeah, and they and tried, go ahead, Mike. Go, no, go ahead. They're trying to go deep to Tubelas, who was run running and had a step on the Shockers, but the pass was too long off his fingertips out of bounds, so Shocker basketball. Shockers down 12, have the ball. They still have time to get back a little closer in this one before halftime. Still 4-10 to go in the first half. Quay Grant bringing it up off the screen by Poto. Tabellis came out to help. Now he beats Tabellis down the lane, bounce center for Jackson. Fake goes up, and with the left hand, lays it in. He started on the right side, fake, went under, and laid it in with the left. Yeah, good call, Mike. Uh, a nifty move that time by Monzi. Shockers have cut the lead to 10, and a runner no good by Larson. Craig Porter comes out with the rebound, takes it up the left side of the floor. Ahead to Etienne, flashes out to the left corner, turnaround jumper, a rainbow, bounces off. Jackson fighting, gets it, gets it out to Quay Grant, stops on the right wing, out front to Porter. He drives it down the lane. Little fake, goes up, it's blocked, grabbed by Poto. Shockers still have it. They leave him alone, little jumper, good. They pulled off of him, and Poto hits about a 10-footer for his first two. Yeah, Shockers hanging in there. Now timeout by Arizona because they, got, they want to stop this run that the Shockers are on. They were up 14. Wichita State has cut it to 8. And 9 different players have scored now for the Shockers in the first half. Well, they call Monzi Jackson an energy guy. And this is why, if you watch the last two to three minutes of this ball game, you'll see why they call him an energy guy because he came in there in the ball game, got some tips, made some buckets, made some nice passes, and uh, he's really energized this Shocker team. Keep up with the Shockers with head coach Isaac Brown on his weekly coaches show every Monday on KFH Radio, 97.5 FM, 1240 AM from AJ's at the Alley, 13th and Greenwich Road. And Monday nights are also burger nights at AJ's, so come on out and join us at 6 o'clock for the Isaac Brown Show at AJ's at the Alley, 13th and Greenwich Road. However, no show this Monday because we will be traveling back from this trip on Monday, and so no coaches shows this coming Monday night. Well, Shockers have closed the gap to eight points with three and a half minutes to go now, and that's in spite of Tyson Etienne having a pretty tough night so far. One for six from the floor, one for four from three, and he just hasn't been able to find the range yet. 
Shockers overall, only 10 of 28, 35.7, 3 of 11 from 3, and 3 of 6 from the line. Well, Arizona's at 56% on 14 of 25. They're 3 of five, three of 9 from 3. Benedict Matherin is 3 for 5 from distance, and everybody else on the team 0 for 4. He has led them with 15, and Zulus Tabellis with 9, while for Wichita State, Quay Grant is the leader with six. Monzi Jackson is next high with four. But again, nine different players have scored, so they've kind of spread it around, different guys taking turns. Yeah, and I think, uh, as I mentioned, Monzi Jackson gave him a lift off the bench, and I think Craig Porter uh, gave him a lift as well coming off the bench here in the last few minutes. Uh, Clay Grant earlier in the, in the half did a nice job of going through the Arizona presses and attacking the basket and feeding the ball off. And now it's Craig Porter doing the same thing. Those two have combined for 29 minutes between them and have only have not turned it over. Grant and uh, Porter, I'm sorry, 18, 19 minutes between them, but they have not turned it over yet in the ball game. So they may not be creating an awful lot, but they are not turning it over either. Mo Desi struggling with that again. He's got three turnovers here in the, in the, the first half. Uh, he had four in the first ball game, four in the second ball game, and a and a couple uh, in the first half of that the last ball game against Charlton State. So just gotta just gotta realize you can't dribble that ball in traffic. Kenny Poto in seven and a half minutes has made his only shot and leads both teams with five rebounds at the moment. And he's back out there with Monzi Jackson, Tyson Etienne, Craig Porter, and Quay Grant. So Grant and Porter playing in tandem. That's something we saw for the first time in the uh, Tarleton game, and it looks like that's a pretty good combination in certain situations anyway. Yeah, three ball handlers out here, uh, Grant, uh, Porter, and Tyson Etienne. Coloco back in the game, caught the inbounds pass, and gives it back to Larson, who'll bring it up. The Shockers showed some initial pressure, then dropped back into their half-court offense. And Larson on the right side of the floor, dribbles middle, goes back right, down the lane, stopped it, and Jackson knocked it out of his hands, recovers, drives it up court to Porter, going in strong, and gets the layup. He protected his, the ball with his body from Matherin, who was trailing him, and the Shockers have cut it all the way back to six. And not only was that a good steal by Monzi Jackson, but an excellent pass ahead to Porter. Justin Keir, right wing to Larson, wanted to enter it, couldn't. Now the high oh, push. low, and Coloco... And they're going to call traveling. He pushed off. Poto had good position that time. He caught it, but then went under the basket and traveled. And the Shockers have really found some momentum here with 2.48 to go in the first half. Yeah, this lineup has really uh, found some momentum, really found some fight in the Shockers. And they're fighting back. And I mean literally fighting back. Here comes Quay Grant bringing it up. Wichita State was down 14. They've cut it to six. Grant over to Etienne, right side, near the right corner to Jackson. Puts it on the floor, spins out to Etienne. Shot fake, goes right. Back to Jackson near the corner. Three by Monzi. In and out. Rebound. Porter fighting for it. Kept it alive. Recovers it near the sideline. Out to Etienne. Shot clock at 17. Six foot two. Craig Porter got way up above the rim to grab that rebound. Great hustle now by the Shockers. Etienne way out front. The seven-footer Coloco out on him. Tyson looking for some room, trying to break him down. Penetrates down the lane. Up with the left hand. Coloco still blocked it. But what's the call? It's a shot, shot clock, clock violation. violation. Didn't, yeah, see the sh didn't see the clock. Tyson was trying to uh, kind of change the pace dribble against the big seven-footer. Got all the way in there. It looked like he was going to get the shot off. But the kid's arms are so long, Coloco, that he got it with his left hand. Into the front court, Creasa. Quay Grant all over him. And then a foul by Monzi Jackson. 
flashing off his man, tried to slip in there and steal it, got him with his shoulder. Foul on Monzi is his second, team's seventh. So this will be a one-and-one one for Kerr Kresa. And so far, he is just one of three from the free-throw line in three games. He is kind of a three-point specialist. Yeah, just Tubelis was trying to go to the line, yeah. but it's Kresa who should be shooting. <laughs> I was going to say, that it doesn't look like Kresa at the line there. Kresa coming into this game had taken 24 of his 28 shots from three-point range, and usually guys that take that many shots from out there don't get to the line very much. One and one, Shockers need to box out. He makes the front end. That's his first point of the game. And Arizona back now to a seven-point lead, 35-28, a minute 58 to go in the first half. Krisa, K-R-I-I-S-A, is from Estonia, Tartu, Estonia. Second one rattles in. So he gets his first two, gets the lead back to eight. Shocker possession. Quay Grant bringing it up. Minute 53 to go in the first half. Grant driving it down the lane, fires it up, missed it. Rebound batted out, and it's out of bounds. Last touch by Arizona. Yeah, kind of a almost like a desperation-looking shot. Grant going hard to his left, shot it back to the right with the right hand, but it got tipped out of bounds by a Wildcat. Shocker's going to have a chance to run an out-of-bounds play. Lob it into Poto, left side, back in the left corner to Etienne. They have Coloco out on him, rises up over him, a high arching three that bounced off. Monzi Jackson over the back to grab the rebound. It was pretty obvious, and I think that's his third foul, which would really be unfortunate if that's the case, because yeah. he has really given them a lift. Yeah, uh, that it is his yeah, third. That's his third. That's unfortunate because he's really, really played well, but that was a good box off over there by Kresov, the uh, six foot three freshman. He did a nice job of sealing off uh, a bigger uh, six foot six Jackson. It's Benedict Matherin who's going to go to the line. He has scored 15 points already in the first half. He is nine for 10 from the free throw line this year and makes the first. Well, that looked good coming off his hand. So they are now six of seven as a team from the free throw line. One more coming for Benedict Matherin. He is from Haiti originally, raised in Montreal. That one's good. He has 17 first-half points, 17 of his team's 38, and Arizona back to a 10-point lead. Shockers could use a bucket here. Quay Grant started left, goes to the right, picked up by the bigger Coloco, over to Poto, shot fake, back to Grant. One-on-one, -on -one, down into the lane, stops, throws it out left wing to Porter. He goes baseline, spins in the lane, little twister, good. Nice move by Craig Porter, who now has six. That cuts the lead back to eight. Shockers hustling back as Arizona pushes it up quickly. Nice play by Porter, just skying right over the top of Kresaw. Kresaw driving down low, stops left side of the lane, lobs it up there, and it's caught by Coloco and a foul on Poto trying to contest the shot. Oh, tough call that time by Poto. He was, uh, looked like the big guy went over his back that time. Coloco, he had, he had uh, Poto had inside position on Coloco, but uh, Coloco went over the top, didn't get the call, but then picked up a foul on Poto. Coloco's been a good free throw shooter, 10 of 13, 77%, makes the first one. He now has five in the first half. He'll get the lead back to nine. And Kim Aiken checks in, replacing Tubelis for Arizona. 101 to go in the first half. This free throw could get it back to a 10-point lead. It's 39-30. Free throw, good. He's mm. got a nice touch. Sure does. 
Coloco with six, Arizona by ten. The Shockers had cut a 14-point lead to six. Need a score here. Quay Grant out front, looking to drive it. Kicks it over to Etienne. He drives it. Left wing to Porter. Looking to take it into the lane. Couldn't get through. Long three. Contested, and he hit it. Craig Porter over Matherin. He's now got nine points in the first half. Yeah, he's really playing well defensively, offensively, and doing a good job on the boards as well. That cut it to seven. Keir, Justin Keir driving down low, and a carry. Turnover. Now the Shockers have 32 seconds left in the half. 30, of course, on the shot clock, so they could potentially kind of play it down for a last shot here. Try to get it inside seven by halftime. Cut it to four, possibly. They can take the clock, shot clock down and hit a three-pointer. Larson back in for Arizona. Quay Grant will bring it up for Wichita State. Shockers were down 14. Got it to six, and it got back to 10. Now it's a seven-point Arizona lead, and they will play for one. Quay Grant just pounding it out near the timeline. Justin Keir playing off of him right now. Down to 12. Shockers fanned out in a 1-4 flat. Grant starts left. Guarded by Coloco. Long three. That's going to be way off the mark. Hit the left side of the backboard. Uh, Kim Aiken got it out of there. Couldn't get a shot off. So the Shockers didn't get a very good shot. But they do go to the locker room down seven after trailing by as many as 14. Our halftime score is Arizona 40, Wichita State 33. Stay tuned for the halftime show. Reese Nichols is proud to be a sponsor of Shocker Athletics. Our realtors, like the Shockers, are the very best. So if a move is in your future, please call on us. Go Shocks! Hi, this is Melissa Scheffler. When I left the news desk and joined Coke Industries, I discovered a new collection of inspiring stories here in Wichita. Stories of people who are transforming careers, communities, and improving lives. Join me for our Coke Spotlight series, The Picture, airing Sunday mornings at 745 on KWCH. The Picture will give you more reasons to be excited about the future of Wichita. See you soon. Just like the Shockers, Reese Nichols is a highly trained team. We collaborate daily on how to help our clients win. Whether it's residential, commercial, farm and ranch, or auction, we're in it to win it. For you. Go Shocks. You have a new career, but remember what you left behind? Not the job. Your 401k. Baxter and Associates are 401k rollover specialists. It's still your 401k and your money. You've taken control of your professional future. Now, take control of your financial future. Baxter and Associates. Call 652-0101 or go to money-planning.com. Baxter and Associates. Time well spent, money well invested. Securities and advisory services offered through SagePoint Financial Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. These entities are not affiliated. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Sandra Means or John Green. In Mulvane, see Kirk Farber. And in Andover, see Wes Sawyer. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Welcome back to Las Vegas and the halftime show. And it was kind of a back and forth, up and down first half for Wichita State. The Shockers were in it quite a bit early. 
then fell behind by 14. Arizona went on a run that looked like they were ready to blow the game wide open. The Shockers came back from that to score eight straight points and cut the lead to eight or to six. Arizona got it back up to 10, and the Shockers have it down to a seven-point advantage at halftime. So all in all, considering that some key players either didn't play very well or didn't get to play very much, Tyson Etienne was only limited to six minutes because of fouls. The Shockers are probably in pretty good position. Yeah, you know, Tyson's one for seven from the floor and uh, just been struggling out there. And, uh, Shockers got pretty balanced scoring. They've got a lot of guys that have come in there and contributed. Porter with nine points, four out of six from the floor. But they got to figure out a way to how to call this, uh, cover this Matherin. He's got 17 points in the first half. Two of their guys are killing the Shockers, Matherin and Tubelas. Matherin's six for eight, Tubelas three out of five. So got to figure out a way to cover those two guys. And one thing that really impressed me about uh, Arizona in the first half, seeing uh, Christian Coloco, 7-1, but he's got really good feet. And they're, you know, I expect him to be more down around the basket. It's not like he's going to shoot it from the perimeter, but he gets out there and helps on ball movement. And defensively, he's switched off on some ball screens and picked up Etienne out front. He reminds me a little bit of Willie Cauley-Stein that was at Kentucky. We saw that team up in uh, in Cleveland in 2000, uh, what, 2015, that a seven-footer that could play out on the perimeter and bother shooters out there. Yeah, they, they remind you of that, those Kentucky teams with those tall guys that can move their feet and defend, and also the Louisville team that we played down in the Bahamas that uh, their big guys could cover guards as well. So Shockers have got to figure out a way to get some better shots. Uh, Porter did a nice job when he came in there, uh, and uh, Quay Grant did a nice job when he came in there of driving, drawing help, and then kicking to open players. Uh, Shockers have also got on the boards and got some second tries, second chances, because they've got an offensive rebound. So they've done a nice job on the offensive boards, but they got to figure out how to how to attack that that use that ball screen up front. And the three-point shooting is only four for 15, and certainly some of that is there were some forced ones late in the clock, but they also had some some pretty good open looks early from three, and as we talked about, they've just got to make their share of those if they're going to have a chance to win this game. Yeah, you got to hit the open ones, Mike. you got to hit the bunnies. They missed a couple of those, and you got to make your free throws uh, to, to stay with a, a, a team like Arizona. Arizona's just got a bunch of skilled guys, and they score easily. They look like a Gonzaga team, uh, the way their, their bigs and their guards run the court and how they, they, they score pretty quickly in transition. So the Shockers are going to have to be more efficient in the second half to stay with this Arizona team. But you know, you look at this Shocker team, and we've talked a lot about making some improvement game to game, making some progress. I thought it was a, a big step in the right direction when they were down 14, and it looked like they could get blown out, that they fought right back into it, and it was a little bit different lineup, but they found a group of guys that went out there and scrapped. Monzi Jackson, Craig Porter in particular were, were big in that rally. And they're they're in a position now at halftime where if they can clean some things up in there in the locker room and, and build on that performance, that part of the first half, they've got a chance. Yeah, you know, they weren't showing a lot of fight early. They got beat on the offensive boards. They got beat down the court a couple of times. They weren't helping on that high-low very well. And then Coach Brown called a couple of timeouts. I think he got after him over there on the bench, subbed some guys in. And the guys that subbed in did a much better job. 
uh, Monzi Jackson. I thought Kenny Poto inside. And I uh, thought Quay Grant and Porter at the guards with Etienne was a little more effective lineup. And those guys... Those guys played out the, the game plan a little bit better than the guys that had started the game. So uh, hopefully they're talking that out in at halftime and have a better uh, kind of scheme here in the second half. Well, the Shockers are down seven at halftime, but it certainly could have been much worse. And we will come back, take a look at the first half statistics as our halftime show continues from Las Vegas. Capital Federal local bank rooted in tradition since 1893 with a long-standing commitment to our communities a sense of gratitude for each customer and a dedicated team of employees CapFed remains focused on you it always starts with community customers employees capital federal true blue for over 125 years equal housing lender member fdic AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, 13th and Greenwich Road in Wichita is your new home for Shocker Coaches shows. Be sure to check out our all-new burger menu because Mondays are burger days at AJ's. And don't forget, Thursdays are buy one, get one free pizza day. Dine in only and excludes the Superdome. Join us for happy hour every day from 2 to 6 p.m. and 9 to 11 p.m. While you're here, ride the go-karts, take a turn in the laser maze, enjoy the game room, or bowl a couple games. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, home of the Superdome 29-inch pizza. Two locations in Wichita and one in Hutchinson. Proud supporter of Shocker Athletics. Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy is the passage for all things hyper wellness. We offer affordable and accessible modalities for everyone. Anywhere from someone that is looking for an immune boost, performance recovery, or just overall wellness. We're here to help improve the lives of our customers and do more of what you love. We are the place for you. Restore is a proud partner of Shocker Athletics. Find us in the waterfront. With just one spray of Microband 24, your hard surfaces are sanitized for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch after touch. So six hours from now? Still sanitized. 12 hours? Yep. 18 hours. We're really doing this. 24 hours. When used as directed, one spray of Microband keeps killing 99.9% of bacteria touch after touch for, yeah, up to 24 hours. Wow. Microband 24. The sanitizer four out of five doctors would use in their own homes. So why aren't you? Hey, Shocker fans, this is Billy Lubers with Lubers and Cheney. If you're in the market for a new Chevy, Ford, or pre-loved car, truck, or SUV, we invite you to visit us in Cheney or online anytime at luberscars.com. Lubers, proud supporters of WSU Athletics and your friendly way to buy. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Brad Woody, Ryan Woods, or Angela Valentine. In Derby, see Gene Geringer. And in Augusta, see Dylan Hartnett. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to the Halftime Show, Wichita State. Trailing Arizona 40-33 to at halftime. The Shockers only 13 of 35 in the first half for 37%, 4 of 15 from three-point range for 26.7. That means they were 9 of 20, a decent 45% from two-point range, and they were only 3 of 6 from the free-throw line. Arizona, 14 of 25, 56%, 3 of 9 from three, 9 of 10 
from the free throw line. Arizona only one more rebound, 16-15, and the Shockers did force them into 12 turnovers to 10 for Wichita State. Arizona had five blocked shots in the first half, and they came into this game averaging a whopping 7.7 blocks per game. Individually for Arizona, Benedict Matherin, who's a preseason first-team All-Pac-12 selection, looked all of that and more in the first half. 17 points, 6 of 8 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3, 2 of 2 from the line, also had 4 rebounds. 9 points for Azulis Tabellis, uh, 3 of 5 from the field, 3 of 4 from the line. After that, 6 points, 2 rebounds, and a block for Christian Coloco, 4 points for Umar Ballo, that's their other post, 7-foot post man. Those were their leaders. For Wichita State, Craig Porter hit 4 of 6 shots, including his only 3-point attempt for 9 points and had 2 rebounds. And for Craig Porter, that's a new career high as a shocker. His previous high was seven points last year against South Florida. After that, for the Shockers, pretty spread out. Quay Grant had six, but was only two of seven from the field, one of three from three. Ran the offense well. Those two really combined to do a pretty good job of running the offense. Four points, two rebounds for Monzi Jackson. Gave the Shockers a huge emotional lift with his play. Three points for Dexter Dennis, who only played six minutes because of picking up two early fouls. And three points for Tyson Etienne on one of five three-pointers. Two points apiece for Morris Udeze, Joe Pleasant, Kenny Poto, and Ricky Council as nine different Shocker players scored. But it's Arizona 40, Wichita State 33 at halftime. Shocker Sports Properties and Wichita State Athletics would like to thank the Shocker Ambassadors, Wichita State's elite level of corporate partners. House of Schwann, Delta Dental, Coke Industries, the Kansas Star Casino, Ascension Via Christie, and Cox Communications. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of Wichita State Athletics, call Shocker Sports Properties at 316-978-7552. We'll be back to check the scoreboard and start the second half right after this. From the quarterback to the kicker, everyone contributes to a winning football team. As a Shelter Auto Insurance customer, you are part of our winning team. This year, you're driving less and having fewer accidents, so Shelter is lowering auto insurance rates. Not a current customer? Contact your local Shelter agent for a free quote. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Some restrictions apply. Not available in all states. See Beth Hall in Augusta, Jody Yokates in Andover, or Grant Collins in Wichita. When the Shockers dribble a basketball over, under, around, and through their opponents on the hardwood, that's a good thing. But when you back your car pickup out of the garage and there's a dribble of oil and a freezer brake fluid, that's a very, very bad thing. But those problems are easily solved by Kansas Land Tire. Yep, Kansas Land Tire is so much more than tire shocks, wheel balancing, and alignment. They're all about engine service and repair, brakes, cooling system service and repair, and exhaust system maintenance. Top to bottom, headlights to taillights, they do it all at Kansas Land Tire. Online at kansaslandtire.com. Hi, this is Melissa Scheffler. When I left the news desk and joined Coke Industries, I discovered a new collection of inspiring stories here in Wichita. Stories of people who are transforming careers, communities, and improving lives. Join me for our Coke Spotlight series, The Picture, airing Sunday mornings at 745 on KWCH. The Picture will give you more reasons to be excited about the future of Wichita. See you soon. 
That's a no-whip, high-foam, 170-degree, sugar-free gingerbread latte. Ah, yes. It's gingerbread latte season at Duchesne's Coffee Shop. Gingerbread on the side. He'll need a seasonal barista before his cookie starts to crumble. Anything else? Oh, there's a list. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Welcome back to Las Vegas. Just about to start the second half. Quickly a look at the scoreboard in the American today. South Florida gave Auburn, number 21 Auburn, a heck of a battle. Auburn finally won 58-52. Number 11 Memphis had some trouble early with Western Kentucky, but they go on to win that 74-62. Memphis now 4-0. Temple lost by 20 to Boise State in the uh, loser's bracket of the Charleston Classic. And ECU, which uh, gave Oklahoma a really good game yesterday. Yesterday, beat Old Dominion 73-60 in the Myrtle Beach Tournament, ECU. Now 4-1, and one. and uh, Norfolk State, an upcoming Shocker opponent, went to 5-0 and o today with a win at Bowling Green. Shocker volleyball team lost a tough one in five at Cincinnati after winning the second and third sets to lead 2-1. to one. We get ready to start the second half. That scoreboard update brought to you by State Farm. Protect your car and home with State Farm. Here to help life go right. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. And Bob, it'll be interesting to see what adjustments the Shocker coaching staff was able to make in the halftime break. Well, I think the Shockers are going to have to get the offense going. They're going to have to score 75 to 80 points to win this basketball game. Arizona's already got 40. they got to cut down their turnovers. They had 10 in the first half. Can't have that many here in the second half. And then I think they need to screen the Arizona Wildcats a little bit more. I've always thought it was effective when you have a smaller team against a bigger one. Screen those big guys. First possession to Arizona, and Kerr Creesa brings it into the front court. Wow, he just, uh, they cleared a side for him. He crossed over, went right by, was it Porter or Tyson? Went right by the Shocker guard, got all the way to the hoop for a layup. So it's a nine-point Arizona advantage. Dexter Dennis for three. That shot was partially blocked, and Kreza picks it up off the floor, yeah, pushes Mad- it up court. Mathern got a hand on that, if, if, if not, you know, as if he's not doing anything enough already. Kreza penetrating a little over to Dalen Terry. A three by him. That's off the back. Rebound, Coloco. A little reverse. Good. Yeah, missed block out that time by Joe Pleasant on the weak side. They got a, after a miss, they got an easy putback. Not the start the Shockers wanted. They go from 7 down to 11. Porter spinning in the free throw circle. Look for a backdoor cut to Eddie Ann. Over to Udeze, left wing to Dexter Dennis. Dex driving it down the lane. Gets all the way to the rim, but missed a little underhand finger roll. Bounces out to Etienne. A little pull up, missed in the lane. Etienne again fires it up and gets fouled. He caught it in midair and just shot it as he caught it and was fouled. And I think it's on Dalen Terry. That'll be Terry's second foul. Good hustle that time by Tyson Etienne, staying with the play, staying with the board, and, and drawing the foul. He is 6-for-6 six six from the free throw line in the two games that he has played prior to this one. That one is too hard. Having a tough start to this one. Had three points in the first half on one of five from three. He was one of seven overall. Shockers down by as many as 14 in the first half. Cut it to 7 at halftime. It's 11 at the moment. Second free throw is too hard. Wow. Rebound Matherin. 
So a poor start by Wichita State to the second half. And Arizona with another possession. Kreza out near the timeline. Crosses over. Etienne stayed right with him. Kreza kind of pushed off. Now deals it out front to Matherin, guarded by Dennis. Or in the left wing to Kreza. A little fake. Gets a three away. Bounces off. Rebound to Terry. That's blocked from behind. Fight for the rebound. Joe Pleasant wrestling for it with Terry. Jump ball. And the possession arrow will give it to Wichita State. Yeah, Shockers having a hard time boxing off the uh, weak side. They've forced a couple of miss by the Wildcats, but they're having trouble getting everybody boxed off. Shocker basketball down 11. Still 18 and a half minutes to go. Craig Porter walking it up the court. Across the timeline, left wing to Dexter Dennis. Out top to Deze, over on the right wing to Etienne. Bounce pass down on the right block to Dennis. Trying to move in there on Matherin. Kicks it over to Odeze. Not front to Porter. Down to 10 to shoot. Craig Porter from the left wing. Three on the way. A little short. And the rebound to, to Bellis. Long pass up court. Coloco running the floor. And Odeze got back and knocked it away. Chases it down. Craig Porter picks it back up. Pushes it the other way. Cross court pass to Dennis. Three by Dexter. No good off the back. Porter fighting for it. And Odeze. And Dalen Terry tied up. And then... Terry looked like he was ready to fight. Udeze was just trying to kind of step away, keep his arms up in the air. The officials jumped in. And did they call anything there? Terry's clapping his hands. I think it's going to be shocker basketball, isn't it? Well, the possession arrow, actually, the possession arrow favors Arizona. It looks like all that's all that's going to get uh, it's called. Be a hell ball. Okay, I thought there was a foul there. So it is Arizona possession, 17.52 to go in the second half, and Arizona up by 11. Whistle and a violation on the end line, I believe. He either stepped or he moved on a spot throwing. You can't move like, like you can on after a made basket. So Wichita State will get it back under their own basket. They still have not scored in the first two minutes and eight seconds of the second half. Etienne lobs it out near the left wing to Udeze, back to Etienne, near the left corner. Pull up, fall away 15-footer, off the back. Udeze up to get it, and he might have gotten undercut a little bit. That's going to be a foul on Arizona. Yeah, it's on number four, Dalen Terry. You're right, Mike. As Udeze went up for that rebound, Terry slid under him, and has picked up another foul. Now he's going to come out and be replaced by Pella Larson. His third foul, second team foul of the half. Wichita State will play it in from underneath again. Etienne lobs it into Deze, left wing. But they, when there's a switch, that big guy, the seven-foot-one guy, has been guarding Tyson. He's doing a pretty good job of it. Etienne gets a screen. Coloco out on him. If jumper, no good by Etienne. And Larson goes to the floor, and that's going to be a push on somebody for Wichita State. Uh, I believe it was Mo De Yeah, Deze. Mo Deze with the, with the push. His second, team's first of the half. Shockers still have not scored two and a half minutes into the second half. 11-point Arizona lead. Pella Larson to play it in. Shockers pressing full court. They bring it into Tubelis and back to Larson. Now he'll bring it up against Porter. Using Larson at 6-5 to handle the ball a lot, bringing it up against the Shocker pressure. Now Kreese penetrating the left side, picked it up over to Coloco at the top. Hand off to Matherin. Dexter Dennis staying right with him. Matherin drives right. Pull up. Par partially blocked. And they're going to call a foul on Dexter Dennis. I was I was going to say a moment ago, it'll be interesting to see how well he can maybe defend Matherin in the second half. He's such a good defender, but he's already picked up his third foul. Yeah, that, uh, one reason Matherin had such a 
good first half as the Dexter Dennis was on the bench in foul trouble, and they didn't. Chockers didn't have anybody to match up and cover him, and now Dexter's picked up his third. Matherin shooting two shots. He was two for two in the first half, 17 points in the first half, and that one's good. They are just gold from the free throw line tonight. What's that, 10 for 11? 10 for 11. Coming into the game, through three games, they were a good 71.6%, but not this good. Second one, good. Well, he has been, everything he shoots from wherever it is, he's just finding the bottom tonight. He's got 19. He's looking like a first-team All-Pac-12. Porter started to make a cut past Kreese's slip. Porter said he got tripped. Oh, actually, he's saying there's a wet spot on the floor. They're going to wipe it up now, but that won't change the turnover. Shocker's subbing. Grant is in. Ricky Council is in. Monzi Jackson. Dennis Pleasant. Etienne go out. But Arizona's biggest lead in the first half was 14. The Shockers cut that to 6 and to 7 by halftime. Now it's back up to a 13-point advantage for the Wildcats. A little 1-2-2, three-quarter court trap by the Shockers. They're back in their man-to-man here. Freeze out front over to Tubelis. And a pass is deflected. Council almost stole it, but it's saved. Tukriza gets a three away. Rattles out. Rebound, though, to Coloco. And he bounces it off a porter out of bounds. We're going to have a may foul. May have been a foul as well. I think a push maybe on Udeze. Yep. Morris yeah, Udeze picks up his third foul. Here comes third team foul of the half. Kenny Poto in for him, Mike. Deze goes out. Poto is in. So the only original starter in the game now is Craig Porter. 16.47 to go in the second half. Darren George cleaning up some jostling before they lob it in. Coloco out on the left side, out front. Quick three by Matherin off the left side of the rim. Rebound batted out. And I think they may call Tubelis over the back yep. this time. Yeah, you got it, Mike. Actually, it's oh, they're calling on Kenny Poto. Poto. Wow, didn't see that. No, from this because Tubelis was clearly over somebody's back. Second foul on Poto, fourth team foul on Wichita State already. There's a three by Kisa from the left corner, miss. Coloco with the rebound, and they're going to call a foul after he came down with it. And again, Shockers thought he pushed off there. I think that is on uh, Ricky Council, I believe, or Monzi. Udeze is going to come back in. Monzi goes out, so that might have been Monzi's fourth foul. And Arizona will inbound from the baseline. Five fouls already on Wichita State in three and a half minutes. And it comes in to Creasa. Three in the move, in and out, and Pella came, Larson came down with He was having his arm held by one of the Shockers going to go on Udeze, so that'll be four on him. Oh, that's Six team fouls in three and a half minutes. Etienne back in, Porter goes out, another possession for Arizona. They have had three cracks now, adding to a 13-point lead. Pass right underneath and a dunk by Matherin on the inbounds pass. Yeah, that uh, Ricky Council just got caught with his head turned. And he just cut right around him for the for the pass and the dunk. 21 for Benedict Matherin, Arizona now leading by 15. Grant up front, he made an ill-advised pass, and Tavellis flashed out and stole it, but he bounces it on the sideline trying to chase it down. 
made a little obvious pass right across the top, and Tabellis cheating out, got in the passing lane, got a hand on it, chased it into backcourt. Yeah, their timing's off. They're, they're, they passed. The pass was too late. you got to hit that guy when he cuts out there. He's got to cut out harder. Quay Grant back into the front court, down into the keyhole area, down the lane, spins, looking for a teammate. He's going to be called for traveling. Stop. He's going to pass to Poto, and Poto didn't move initially, and so he hesitated and dragged his pivot foot. Boy, the Shockers just couldn't have a, a worse start of the second half in the first four minutes. They've just done just about everything you could possibly do wrong. No points, six fouls, at least a couple of turnovers. Giving up a lot of offensive rebounds. Just really struggling here to start the second half. Full court press. Larson bounces that ahead. A, he kind of traveled. Matherin right side of the lane. Pass. Tried to get it on the block, and Quay Grant dropped off him and stole it. Up court to Etienne. Tyson crossover. Pull up from 15. Good. There we That's go. just his second basket of the game. The Shockers' first points of the second half. That'll cut the lead back to 13. Pass across the timeline. Matherin thought about a long three. Penetrates, shovels a pass, and it deflected away from Tabellis. Etienne back the other way with it. Right in the middle to Grant. Drives it down the lane. Up in traffic. Blocked, but chases it down. Etienne for three right corner. Short. Mm. Man, wide open oh. look, and he couldn't get it down. Yeah, Quay got it. The block shot back. Kicked it out to Etienne. Wide open three from the right corner. Just off the iron. Kreza in the front court off a Coloco screen, then throws it over the left wing. Matherin is wide open. And an air ball from three, rebounded by Ricky Council. Wow. Ricky up ahead to Etienne. That was a complete surprise. That miss. Etienne out front to Council. Looking to put it on the floor. Drives it. Over to Poto. Thought about it. Grant from the right wing into the keyhole. Over to Joe Pleasant. Pleasant handoff to Council. Coming left to right, right at the top now. Up over to Bellas, and it bounces off. Rebound Larson for Arizona. Shockers can't make anything. And Matherin gets another wide-open three. Missed that one. Didn't miss as badly, but he missed it. And then Council got it poked out of his hands by Tubelis and then steals it back. Ricky in the front court, spinning in traffic, spinning in the lane. Drops it off to Poto. Goes up in there, got it blocked, and a foul on Arizona. Uh, both teams really look tired right now. They need to have this media timeout. Looks like the foul's on number 10, Tubelis. Photo to the line when we come back. 14.23 to go as we get the under-16 timeout. It's Arizona 48, Wichita State 35. Shocker basketball is brought to you by United Healthcare, Intrust Bank, Social Tap, Textron, American Family Insurance, Coke Industries, AJ's at the Alley, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Meritrust Credit Union, Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy, and Great Life Golf. At American Family Insurance, we know your life has many moving parts, from your four wheels to your hard-earned home and the financial future of your family. We'll cover the things that matter most. Bundle your home and auto policies for possible savings and add life insurance for convenient, future-focused protection so you can keep dreaming towards what's next. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. 
Litton's Appliance would like to thank you for your continued support, especially during these challenging times. Due to the great response from Shocker fans, business has been better than ever. Consequently, we are growing and looking for additional staff to join our Litton's team. If you or someone you know is interested in joining our crew, call us today at 316-686-3331 or stop by Litton's Appliance at 123 South Hillside. Litton's, where you always get the right product at the right price. Go Shocks! A smile is a powerful thing, especially when it's protected by the nation's largest network of dentists, Delta Dental. Not only is a healthy smile a good indicator of your overall health, it also comes in handy when you're stealing the fries off your friend's plate, even though you didn't want fries. But here you are, smiling that healthy smile of yours, taking one after another. Schedule a checkup today and unleash your smile power with affordable dental benefits from Delta Dental of Kansas. Odyssey is looking for an experienced digital and radio account executive to join our team. Odyssey seeks an experienced, self-motivated sales professional to develop and sell advertising and marketing campaigns to new and existing clients with an emphasis on new business development and digital sales. The account executive will use a wide variety of Odyssey's products in their portfolio to solicit businesses for advertising in their on-air, non-traditional, and digital platforms. If you are interested in a career in radio, submit your resume to odysseyinc.com careers. We are an equal opportunity and affirmative action employer. When the Shockers dribble a basketball over, under, around, and through their opponents on the hardwood, that's a good thing. But when you back your car pickup out of the garage and there's a dribble of oil and a freezer brake fluid, that's a very, very bad thing. But those problems are easily solved by Kansas Land Tire. Yep, Kansas Land Tire is so much more than tire shocks, wheel balancing, and alignment. They're all about engine service and repair, brakes, cooling system service and repair, and exhaust system maintenance. Top to bottom, headlights to taillights, they do it all at Kansas Land Tire. Online at kansaslandtire.com. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Kenny Poto at the free throw line for Wichita State as we return to action. His free throw is short. Wow. Wow. The Shockers in the second half. Well, Arizona's only 3 for 12, 0 for 8 from 3, but the Shockers are 1 for 11 from the field, 0 for 5 from 3. Poto rattles the second one out, so the Shockers are now 0 for 4 from the free throw line in the half as well, and 3 for 8 in the ballgame from the free throw line. Uh, you got to cash in at the charity stripe if you want to catch up. Came into this game shooting over 79% from the line to Bellis, left side of the lane, and Joe Pleasant really stepped right in front of him, stripped the ball away. They're going to call the foul on him. I thought Joe had really good position there. I think if he had his hands out, he wouldn't have been called for the foul, but he had his hands in there, although he got his hands on the basketball, came away with it, but called a foul on him grabbing the arm. Seventh team foul, a one-and-one one for Tubelis, who was three for four from the line in the first half. Front end is good. He'll get the bonus. Arizona has been uncanny from the free throw line. That is now 12 of 13 in the game. Second try from Azulis Tubelis. And that one's good. So he has 11. He's going to sub out. Kim Aiken is in. Arizona matching its biggest lead at 15 points. 50 to 35. 14.07 to go. Wichita State has still scored only two points in the second half in six minutes. Could have six if they made their free throw. So Grant peels to the left. Gets a screen from Poto. Over on the right wing. Council for three. Good. Ricky Council with just his second bucket. 
And the three-pointer for the Shockers cuts the lead back to 12, 50 to 38. Larson, handoff left side to Keir, brings it to the top, picked it up, right wing Creesa, and down low to Bala, poked out of his hand, shock cover it, Grant waits for the traffic to clear, brings it into the front court, at the top, looking to penetrate, over to Etienne, three from out front, bounces off, boy that would have been big. Now he got the steal at the other end on the defensive end and had a wide open look right there. That could have cut it down to nine at the other end. Creesa drops it baseline, driving Larson, reverse layup, good. Yeah, he had a head, he had a head start down that baseline. Larson caught it two long strides and put, laid it in from the opposite side of the basket. His first two points of the game gets the lead back to 14 for the Wildcats. Quay Grant into the front court on the right wing, off a screen from Poto. Over to Joe Pleasant at the top, left wing for Council. Beats a steal attempt by Larson, now drives it on him. Under the basket, they're going to call a blocking foul on Pella Larson. That will only be the fourth team foul, I believe, on Arizona, so no free throws here. Larson picks up his second. Look, good stop and, stop and go play, that uh, stop and go move by uh, Ricky Council that time. Got Larson off balance through the foul. That was the fourth team foul. The Shockers will play it in underneath, trailing by 14. 12.51 to go. Lob into Poto left side. Out front to Quay Grant. In the left corner, Etienne drives baseline. Double team on him over to Dexter Dennis, who just came back in. He's looking for room. Couldn't get any. Backs it out on the dribble. Down to eight to shoot. Double teamed out front. Fumbled the dribble. Bounces it to Grant. It's going to have to force one down the line. Floater hit the front of the rim, but didn't go. Rebound Arizona. They push it the other way. Keir down the middle of the floor, driving on Poto. Left-hander, good. Yeah, Twisting nice. left-hander. Yeah, tough shot. Had to shoot it over to 6'11", Kenny Poto. And he faded to his left and shot it with the left hand. New high lead for Arizona. 16 points now. Their biggest of the night. Quay Grant out front. Gives it to Poto. Popping out there over on the left wing to Ricky Council. Drives back door. Beat his defender. Goes under. Hesitation. Banks it in and a foul on Arizona. Yeah, Ballo came over to help and really didn't have position. Bumped him as he put the basket in. Fifth team foul on Arizona. Foul on Umar Ballo is second. Kenny or uh, Craig Porter back in replaces Quay Grant and a three-point play opportunity here for Ricky Council although the officials seem to be wanting to look at something I don't know what what this is all about but we have a little delay here 1204 to go in the first half Darren George coming over to explain to the TV guys Looks like they're checking to see if somebody got inadvertently hit in the face, maybe. I, I would think that's what it is. Uh, Darren, gonna, Darren George came over to explain uh, to Robbie Hummel here in front of us what the what the uh, question was, but I, I couldn't hear him. Looks like they're going to take the under-12 timeout here. They sent both teams to their benches, so timeout with 12.04 remaining in the second half. It's Arizona 54, Wichita State 40. Meritrust Credit Union is the official financial well-being partner of Wichita State Athletics. We're proud to serve all the Shocker fans in Wichita and surrounding communities. Go Shocks! Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. 
Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agents Trevor Harris, Adam McDowell, or Netta Otis in Wichita. The Oxford Villa Active Senior Apartments are proud sponsors of Wichita State Athletes. Oxford Villa Apartments are perfect for independent Wichitans who enjoy their personal space as much as they love their social lives. Get to know your neighbors at a shocker watch party, a senior boxing class, join in a game of cards. With miles of paved walking paths, scenic ponds, a grand courtyard, huge walk-in closets, granite countertops, and a 24-hour concierge, you'll feel right at home in the Oxford family. Stop by the Oxford Villa on 29th Street, just west of Mays Road, or schedule a virtual tour at OxfordVilla.com. Meritrust Credit Union is the official financial well-being partner of Wichita State Athletics. We're proud to serve all the Shocker fans in Wichita and surrounding communities. Go Shocks! WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Looks like nothing flagrant it was determined after they looked at the video, so just what was called. Ricky Council with a basket, now a chance for the three-point play. The Shockers 0 for 4 from the line in the second half and 3 for 10 in the ball game after coming into this one shooting 79% from the line in their first three games. You know, Mike, uh, if he makes this free throw here and the Shockers have made those other four, it's a nine-point game, so uh, you, you just got to cash in on those free throws when you get a chance. 14-point Arizona lead. Their biggest has been 16. The Shockers have never led after falling behind by 14 in the first half. They did cut it to six at one point, trailed by seven at halftime, but the Shockers struggling mightily to score here in the second half. They have only made three of 15 shots from the field, and two of those just recently by Ricky Council. They were one of 11 initially. Well, their length, if they don't block the shot, Sometimes they affect the shot. Free throw good. Ricky Council with eight. And the Shockers trail by 13. Into the front court, Justin Keir. Dribbles left, handoff to Kreisa coming the other way. Cut off by Council out front. Kim Aiken hands it over to Keir. Open three. Rinham's in and out off of Ballo's hands. He falls over a Shocker player, goes out of bounds. Last touch by Arizona. Good box out under there by Tyson Etienne. Etienne at 6-2 was boxing out the seven-footer Ballo, and Ballo fell over him out of bounds. Seven-foot, 260-pound seven-footer, Mr. Ballo. Shocker basketball. Dexter Dennis, Craig Porter, Tyson Etienne, Ricky Council, and Kenny Poto. I don't know what they're talking about now. Doug Sermons headed over to the scorer's table. He was pointing at the sc something at the scorer's table. I don't know what that signal is, but they're going to look at the monitor again. Well, they took the full timeout a moment ago. We'll keep it here this time because I don't think... This is one of the, the media timeouts. And we'll just tell you, United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. We want to recognize your small business with the spotlight on small business sweepstakes. You can win a chance to promote your business to Shocker fans. Winners receive radio promotions, social media recognition, and more. Register to put your business in the spotlight. Visit www.goshockers.com backslash small business 
the spotlight. United Healthcare is a proud sponsor of Wichita State Athletics. Well, Shocker's doing a little bit better here in the second half. They're slowing Arizona down a little bit. They're now uh, five for 14. 14. And 0 for 8 from 3 in the second 0 half. 0 for 9. 0 for 9 from 3. But they've made all their free throws. 5 for 15, 33%. 0 for 9 from 3. So those missed three-pointers. And the Shockers are doing a better job of boxing off on the missed shots by Arizona. And that's where the foul came here on a box out when Ballo went over Etienne's back. So whatever the shot, whatever the referees were looking at, they're done looking at it. And, uh, after they're going to come out of this timeout, it's going to be Shocker basketball, right, Mike, under the basket? Well, I think so. Yeah. I think that was what the original call was. Wichita State getting out-rebounded 30-22. to They're actually plus four on the offensive glass. They have 13 offensive rebounds to nine, but the second-chance points are even at 11. The only one of the specialty stats where the Shockers have an advantage, their bench has outscored Arizona's bench 19-10. to Shocker lineup has Etienne, Porter, Dennis, Council, and Poto. Kenny Poto hasn't put up big numbers, but he has played well in this difficult environment. In some ways, maybe the the most poise that he has shown so far, early, still early in his freshman season. Yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty apt description, Mike. A little more poise than some of the older guys. Craig Porter bringing it up for Wichita State. They trail by 13. Poto on the right elbow, hands it off to Council. They double-team him back to Poto, going to the basket. He might have traveled, gets it out to Etienne. Shot fake, pulls up baseline. Good. Tyson Etienne starting to find a little range. He's got seven, and that cuts the lead back to 11 for Arizona. Biggest lead for the Wildcats has been 16. Still 11-18 to go. Here, Kreese picked up his dribble. Coloco coming out front to get it. Dribble handoff to Kier over to Kreese. Quick three blocked by Dennis. Kreese recovers down on the block to his Azulis uh, Tabellus, and they get it underneath to Coloco and a foul on Wichita State. I think yeah. it's Porter, maybe. Yeah, Porter, number two. That's his first eighth team foul. This will be a one and one for Christian Coloco, who went two for two from the line in the first half and has six, eight points. Two shot foul, Mike. So they're saying that was in the act of shooting. Really? Okay, free throw. Spins out. Hey, they missed one. Coloco is a very good free throw shooter. Came into the game at 77%, 10 of 13. One more coming. He could get the lead to 12 here. And that bounces out. Rebound Kenny Poto for Wichita State. So the Shockers getting some opportunity to tighten this thing up a little bit. Score here. Get it inside double digits. Porter on the right wing to Etienne. Squared up on Creesa beyond the arc. Right side pulls up. Three. Good. Tyson Etienne starting to hit now. He's got ten. And the Shockers cut the margin to eight with 10.38 to go. I think he's hit three shots in a row, Mike. Here, driving, and it rolls out on him. Fight on the floor, Etienne, tied up with Tubelis, I think, and they go wrestling hard to the floor. It was Tubelis, who's much bigger. Jump ball will give it to Wichita State, I believe. Yeah, Tyson showing some fight there. He wanted that basketball badly, and he was he was willing to fight the, the bigger 6'10 guy for it. But he's hit three straight shots, a, a pull-up jumper, 
from out front, a pull-up jumper from the right baseline. Now that three-pointer that he just hit. So Tyson's starting to warm up a little bit. This was a 16-point game. Wichita State could get it under eight here on this possession. Craig Porter bringing it up. Gets a screen from Poto, refuses it, drives left, goes all the way to the basket, got it blocked, rebound out to Dennis, three by Dexter, good! Dexter Dennis from the right wing with his second basket of the game. They've both been threes, and Wichita State has cut this lead to five. And the Shocker fans behind us are really making a lot of noise. Creasa trying to penetrate, pulls it back, picks it up over on the right wing. Matherin, who hasn't been in there for a while, whistle away from the ball. And I think Etienne's going to be called for a foul. He was trying to guard uh, uh, Tabellus down there at 6'11". It was called for reaching around him, kind of holding him. It's his second foul, ninth team foul. So this will be a one-and-one one for Tabellus with 10.01 to go. But yeah, the Shockers that... were down 16. They have cut it to five. Well, he's not a great free throw shooter. Just eight for 14 coming into this game, 57%. Five for six today. Front end is spinning out, and the rebound to Craig Porter. Maybe Arizona is starting to feel a little pressure from the Shockers now. Wichita State can cut it inside five here. Porter beyond the top. Coloco out on him, the seven-footer in the lane. Poto trying to back in there, back out to Porter. Drives it all the way to the basket and draws contact from Coloco. It'll be two shots for Craig Porter. Yeah, he was way, he was buried underneath the basket, but he did a couple of shot fakes and then was... Going up with a shot with the left hand and got called for the foul. Coloco got called for the foul, so Porter's going to go to the line with two, and he could cut this thing to, what, to three? Three points. Three points. And lead. still 9.44 to go. Sixth team foul on Arizona, but this was in the act of shooting. Second on Christian Coloco. Porter's free throw bounces yeah. in. Okay. Finally a make. Ricky Council had made one. The Shockers started the half 0 for 4 from the line. Porter now with 10 points, nine in the first half, was already hit a new career high for him at Wichita State. That one, good. Craig Porter with 11. This is a three-point game with 9.42 to go after Arizona led by 16 here in the second half. What a turnaround, Mike. Matherin, left to right, over to Tabellas, three. Bounces off, rebound, Poto fighting for it. It was last touched by Kenny Poto. He was just a step or so in front of Coloco, but couldn't quite pull it in. They are 0 for 11 from three this half, Mike. Dalen Terry will play it in from the baseline, left near the corner, out on the wing to Coloco, over to Creesa, guarded by Etienne, dribbles off a screen. Right to Terry. Terry brings the middle. Creasa with a three. Contested. Bounces off the back. Long rebound. Slapped up in the air. Coloco saves it over to Matherin. Yeah, Ricky kind of mistimed his jump and didn't get that rebound. Now Matherin just slices through the Shocker defense for a layup. He's got 23. At the other end, Council going to the basket. Draws another foul. I think this is on Coloco again. Uh, might Sh be Matherin. Let's see the signal. Yeah, it's on Matherin, Mike. Shocker's racing down court, and Council kind of beat him down. That's the seventh team foul on Arizona. This will be two again for Ricky Council. It's back to a five-point Arizona lead. Council could cut it to three here. He's one for one from the line, has eight points. That one's good. And seven of his nine points have come in the second half. Now Dexter Dennis out. Joe Pleasant in. Going back with the bigger lineup. 9.07 still to go. And the Shockers down four. That one bounces off. Coloco almost let it slip away from me, but recovered it. 
So Arizona ball in the front court. Matherin gives it out front to Creasa. Got a man in the air over to Matherin. Wide open three. Bounces off. Long rebound to Council. Pushing it up court. Down into the lane. Throws it out to Poto. Right wing Etienne. The Shockers get it back under control. Now Etienne for three. Good from just out front. Tyson Etienne with 13 now. And Wichita State has cut the lead to two. Coloco dribbling out front, and I think Arizona wants a timeout. Wichita State was down 16. They couldn't have looked any more out of it in the early part of this second half, and it's actually a one-point game now. They missed putting up enough points after that three by Etienne. It's a one-point game with 8.34 to go. Yeah, I was going to say, Mike, I thought that was a three-pointer, so that makes it a one-point game, but they had it up on the scoreboard room, and they still have it up on the... The arena scoreboard is 56-54, but our official stats, well, now, now it's changed that. to 56-54, so maybe that wasn't a three. Maybe, maybe he was on the maybe line. Maybe a two, but let's see what they have him for. They have him for 12, so that apparently was a two. He must have stepped on the line, but nevertheless, down to two. Wichita State started this half one for 11 from the field. They've now made six of their last eight shots. And they're now shooting 37% for the half. Arizona only 29%. Arizona ball, they have a two-point lead after leading by as many as 16. And uh, three of the buckets by Tyson Etienne, who has heated up here in the second half. Crease out front with it over on the right wing to Dalen Terry. He's going to launch a three. That's really not his shot. Rebound tipped out. Joe Pleasant grabbed it, but it, they're going to call a foul on Wichita State on the rebound. The fans, Shocker fans upset. It looked like there certainly could have been some over the back by Arizona. Poto. Kenny Poto picks up his third. Tenth team foul. So now Arizona in the double bonus for the last 825 of the game. Christian Coloco, two for two in the first half, 0 for two this half. He makes that one. He now has nine points. Yeah, Kenny Poto getting a little frustrated because he's down there battling these seven-footers for rebounds and has gotten called for a couple of cheapy uh, push fouls. One more for Coloco, could get the lead back to four, and makes it. So Christian Coloco now with 10 points, Arizona with a four-point lead, they're picking up full court. Porter working against a double team, now throws it up across the timeline to Council. Ricky drives it into the lane, spins, gets a man in the air, throws it out, Poto for three, left corner, oh. rolls out, and the rebound to Arizona, Dan Terry. Been a nice time for hit his first three of the season, wide open from the corner. Matherin, cross-court left side to Creasa. Eight minutes exactly to go. Creasa dribbles down the left side of the lane, turns back out to the wing, out high. Oh, traveled. To, to Bellis, down in the lane, shovels it off. Now Creasa for three, good. Creaser from the left wing, that's his first three-pointer of the game, just his second field goal, and that puts Arizona back up by 7, 61-54. Yeah, they were 0 for 14 from three here in the second half, and he rattled that one in for their first three here. Porter right wing, at the end, twisting three, right elbow, bounces off this Ooh. time, rebound Arizona. Well, I've seen him make a bunch of those coming off that double screen, but he missed that one. Creasa in the front court, out front to Coloco, hands it back to Creasa, drives it down the lane, lobs it, deflected and stolen by Poto. Nice defensive play by Kenny Poto. At the end, back the other way. Shockers down seven. 
Etienne beating Creasa on the dribble, goes all the way to the basket, through contact, no call. Ball, ball batted off the backboard and finally controlled by Arizona. Oh, a great effort by Tyson and just couldn't get it in the bucket. A really nice move, put his body on the big guy, but couldn't get in the bucket. Couldn't get the call, he got fouled, I thought. Yeah, I think you're right, Mike. Terry dribbles left, bounce pass, backdoor cut by Matherin, reverse layup, no good, but he was fouled. That might be Poto. Clock stopped with 6.51 yeah, to go. Yeah, it is, Mike. It's uncanny. Arizona back up to a seven-point lead with Matherin going to the line when we come back. But the Shockers fighting back into this one. 6.51 remaining. It's Arizona 61, Wichita State 54. Retired on the beach at 60? Why not? The journey from where you are to where you want to be is shorter than you think. At Equity Bank, we know starting that journey isn't always easy. That's why we're here to make it happen. Plus, we'll be along for the ride to get you over every bump in the road that comes your way. Wherever you're going, Equity Bank can help you get there. Because with us, you can bank like anything's possible. Start your journey today at equitybank.com. Member FDIC. Workplace wellness programs encourage healthier, happier lifestyles. And that's good for business. That's why many Kansas companies help employees with education and assistance for active living, smart eating, and healthy habits. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas helps companies of all sizes with customized wellness programs. Blue Cross benefits consultants offer on-site and online education for healthier, happier, more productive employees. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas. Commitment. Compassion. Community. This is Deb Miller with Wreaths Across America. On December 18th, we will honor and remember veterans by placing a wreath on their grave. We need your help. For information on sponsoring wreaths or participating locations, contact us at wreathswichita at gmail.com. And we're glad Odyssey serves. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Michael Rogers, Sean Chapman, or Kerry Mock. In Valley Center, see Tim Dink. In Newton, see Ken Hall. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. 6.51 to go. Wichita State was down by 16, cut it to 2. Now they're down by 6 again. Is that right? I thought it was 7. 61-55. 61-55. Well... The scoreboard says 61-55. That's what the stat monitor says. The stat sheet says 61-54. So I'm not sure where that change was. It wasn't on that Etienne shot that we thought originally was a three because they still has just two threes and 12 points. So well, I'm going with the 55. I like that. Yeah. yeah. It'll be Benedict Matherin going to the line for Maybe they had Arizona. a chance to check Etienne's three and discovered that it was a three, not a two. But then he'd have 13 points and he only has 12, yeah. so that wasn't what it was. Not sure. That's, that's weird. Matherin from the free throw line is four for four. He has 23 points, including his free throw shooting today. He's 13 for 14 in four games this season. Monzi Jackson back in the game, Morris Udesi back in. They both have four fouls, but first free throw is good by Matherin. But they need him in there to give those other guys some rest. Those guys have gone a long way, Kenny Poto in particular. Yeah, he needed a blow. 6.51 remaining. Matherin could make it an eight-point lead. It is 62-55. 
Second free throw, bounces out. He finally missed one, rebound Monzi Jackson. So the Shockers down by seven with the ball. Arizona going to a zone here, Mike, with this lead. Etienne right side, out front to Monzi Jackson, looked left, puts it on the floor. Now at the high post to Udeze, kicks it out to Dennis, bobbled that he was going to shoot it. Now pulls up from 15, and it rolls out. Kept alive by Udeze, and he just pulled the man to the floor, and he's going to foul out. He's going like, what did I do? But I saw it. He grabbed he grabbed Tubelis and pulled him down to the floor. So he will foul out just after he came back in. Fouls out with 6.28 to go. And we'll see if... Isaac Brown, he's going to send Joe Pleasant in for the moment. I think he just feels like Kenny Poto needs more of a rest. He went a long way after Adeze had picked up his fourth foul. You know, if uh, Dex hadn't mishandled that pass, I thought he had a pretty good look from three at the top of the circle, but he juggled the ball a little bit, took a couple of dribbles, then pulled up from about 18. Missed that, and that's where Mo got the foul. Chabellis misses the free throw. He's now five of eight from the line. That'll keep the lead at seven. He could get it back to eight here. Shockers have kind of gone cold again after having a real hot stretch there when they cut it to two. They've missed several shots in a row. Yeah, Kenny Poto had a wide open look from three. Dexter just had that wide open one from 18. And Tyson's shot under the basket, which we think he might have got fouled on. Tabellis made the second, puts the lead to 12. It's a 2-3 zone look. They really extended out a long ways in front with some long guys out there. Monsey Jackson over to Etienne. Well, the middle's wide open right around the free throw line. Somebody could flash in there. They could get any shot they wanted. Down to 10 to shoot. Etienne looking for a screen. Now, bounce pass it. It hit something, hit a foot, bounces out of bounds with four on the shot clock. Joe Pleasant flashed into the uh, middle area that I was talking about right inside the free throw line. Tyson tried to bounce it to him. A kick ball, now 20 seconds on the shot clock. Yeah, they ruled it a kick, which puts the shot clock back up to 20. Quay Grant's going to play it in. Shockers need a score here. They're down eight. Grant in the left corner to Jackson, out to Etienne. Quick three, no good. Off the back, rebound. Pleasant chased it down, back over to Etienne on the wing. Tried to bounce it through traffic to Jackson. Got it to him, pivoting in there. Throws it out to Quay Grant. He enters the lane, then drops it back out to Dennis, over to Grant. Shot fake, bounce pass Etienne, under the basket, and it gets away from Joe Pleasant. Well, there's a number of times the Shockers got it inside, but the, the Arizona height really bothered the Shockers and affected the shots, even though the Shockers didn't shoot it. Uh, Mozzie just couldn't get a shot up because he had too many big guys around him. Wichita State down eight, and Justin Keir got in the front court, was trapped, didn't know what to do with it, calls a 30-second timeout to avoid turning it over there. 63-55 Arizona, 5.33 to go. This will be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. Kenny Poto now is going to check back in the game. 5.33 remaining. Still time for the Shockers to make another run, but they have gone a long time now without scoring after getting a little bit of a hot streak momentarily that got them back to within two points. Yeah, and you've described that zone pretty well, Mike. It's a 2-3 zone, but the guards are way out there uh, out about standing on the three-point line. They're really wide, and then, of course, they got that big front line along the baseline there, and they're also up about the middle of the lane, so it's going to be hard to lob over those guys, but I think what the Shockers have got to do is move the ball around, get it to the high post of somebody who can shoot it and pass it, and then play from there after the ball goes inside of the high post. 
Arizona ball in front court. The Shockers could use a stop here down by eight with five and a half minutes to go. Dalen Terry looking to get it in and does to Justin Keir. He's guarded by Quay Grant. Tries to go back door on him. Lobs in the lane. Pass deflected. Poto got a hand on it. Quay Grant picks it up. Shockers on the break. Grant down the middle of the floor. Over to Dennis. Little pass fake. Now backs it up a little bit. Man to man now by Arizona. Dennis down the lane. Bounces baseline to Poto. Out in the corner to Etienne. Guarded by Matherin. Now double teamed by Terry. Beats Terry on the dribble. In the lane. Pull up 10 footer. Good. Tyson Etienne took it out. Brought it back in. He's got 14. That cuts the lead back to 6. 4.58 to go. Yeah, real strong move. Here, Steele. Oh, again, almost got it. Now Terry up across the timeline to carry the 10-second count. Well, that, that near miss by Tyson at the end delayed him just long enough to get the 10-second count, Mike. They got a good double team in backcourt, passing out of the double team crosscourt. Etienne flashed in front of his man and almost stole it, but they finally got it across the line too late, and the Shockers get it back on the 10-second count. That last bucket by Tyson Etienne was the strongest play he's made all game. He went in there with a lot of authority, went up and hit that floater. His, his percentages aren't good, but he's got 14 points, 11 in the second half. He's helped pull the Shockers back into this one. Quay Grant at the top, looking to drive it. Right side, Monzi Jackson goes baseline, tries to reverse it. It partially got blocked. Rebound, Dexter Dennis. Along the left sideline, down to five to shoot. Takes it in, shovels to Poto, got it up and got it off the glass. Nice pass by Dexter Dennis to Kenny Poto. Nice finish by Poto, and the Shockers have cut it back to four again. Here, Kreese into the front court, guarded by Grant, gives it to Chubella. Still 4.20 to go. A lot of time. Dalen Terry hands it off to Kreese. Backs it up, looking for a screen, dribbles left, now over to Tabellis, into the lane, pull up, bounces out, deflected out by Monzi Jackson, picked up by Quay Grant. Grant driving it on Kreese, it goes around him, but fumbled the ball, and it goes out of bounds. Yeah, he's trying to do a crossover dribble around Kreese, but the ball just got away from him, and it's going to be Arizona basketball. That would have been a chance for the Shockers to cut the lead back down to about two points, maybe, maybe through two or three. Four minutes to go exactly. Arizona leading by four. Long pass up court to Tabellis. Drives it. Bounce pass under. Almost stolen. Quay Grant tried to deflect it off of Coloco. He almost stole it and we'll get the under four timeout. 3.54 to go in the second half. Wichita State down at one point by 16. Trailing by four. It's Arizona 63. The Shockers 59. United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. We want to recognize your small business with the spotlight on small business sweepstakes. You can win a chance to promote your business to Shocker fans. Winners receive radio promotion, social media recognition, and more. Register to put your business in the spotlight. Visit UHC.com. United Healthcare is a proud sponsor of Wichita State Athletics. For terms and conditions, visit UHC.com. Sweepstakes rules and restrictions apply. Hey, Shocker fans, this is Billy Lubers with Lubers and Cheney. If you're in the market for a new Chevy, Ford, or pre-loved car, truck, or SUV, we invite you to visit us in Cheney or online anytime at luberscars.com. Lubers, proud supporters of WSU Athletics and your friendly way to buy. This is Ice T. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Matty Ice. This is a cold call. 
I convinced NFL teams to turn to cold water washing with Tide. The NFL, your uniforms get dirty. Tide can handle it, even in cold. Plus, if fans join in, they can save up to $150 on their energy bill. Looks like you just made the team, rookie. Turn to cold with Tide. And that's the bottom line. It's got to be Tide. Energy savings based on average from switching from hot to cold and non-HG machines. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Brad Woody, Ryan Woods, or Angela Valentine. In Derby, see Gene Geringer. And in Augusta, see Dylan Hartnett. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Wichita State has actually outscored Arizona now 26-23 in the second half. The Shockers have been outscored by 10 points from the line. They have not shot well from the line. 7 of 15, Arizona 17 of 23, and that's the difference. Arizona leads by 4. They get it into Kirk Kreisa, and there's a collision out there, and Quay Grant's going to be called for a foul. Trying to get through a screen by Coloco, he knocked him over. Foul on Quay Grant is actually his first. Arizona's been in the double bonus since 8.25 to go. Coloco back to the line where he's four for six. Two shots, 3.53 to go. He could get the lead back to six if he makes them both. First one's up and good. A very skilled 7-1, 230-pounder. He is a junior in standing, but a sophomore in eligibility after getting last year back. They are 18 of 24 from the line. That's the difference. And that one is no good. Long rebound. Larson had it. Taken away by Dexter Dennis. Ripped it out of his hands. Oh. So the Shockers <laughs> get it back. Down by five. 64-59. Right wing Etienne. Drives it on Dale and Terry. Down low. Gets a man in the air. A little fall away. Good. What wow. a finish by Tyson Etienne. Yeah. He's got 16. Mike, he had to lay back to get that one over the bigger defender. Double team on Kreza. Barely got it away to Larson. Larson, a couple of dribbles. Now gives it over to Matherin. Matherin being guarded by Monzi Jackson. Kreza back to Matherin. Left wing to Larson. Shockers trailing by three. Three by Larson. Off the back iron. Long rebound. Chased down by, Qua- by uh, Etienne. Long pass up court to Dexter Dennis. Still over three minutes to go. And the Shockers are only down by three. They have never led in this game. Isaac Brown calling out a play. He wants the guys to run. Grant penetrating over to Etienne. Long three to tie. Bounces oh off. Rebound Arizona. Man, that looked like it had a chance of going in. Tyson had a really good look at it. He was squared up and took his time. Matherin driving. Got a step on Dennis. And the shot partially blocked. Comes off the rim. Quay Grant chases it down. And they're pointing the Shockers way. Apparently a foul. Yeah, the big guy went over. Uh, I thought he pushed Poto. That's yeah. the call. Yeah, yeah. Poto's Coloco. Poto's going to the line. No, I'm sorry, Mike. Poto's going to the line for the one-on-one. And these are big free throws, guys. Well, he missed two earlier. He's had a couple of games where he was two for two. He's had a couple where he was 0 for two. These are huge. Shockers down by three with 2.43 to go. He could cut it to one point here. Has a total of four points on two field goals. Missed it. Coloco the rebound. Free throw shooting has killed the Shockers tonight after they came into the game shooting over 79% for the year. Still a lot of time. Coloco out at the top. Looks for the backdoor cut. It wasn't there. Over to Kreisa. Kreisa ran into his own teammate. Dribbling left. 
Stops, gives it over to Tubelis. Forced his way in the lane. They're going to call a late foul on Monzi Jackson, who poked it away. That's going to foul him out of the game. Tubelis kind of forced it into a couple of defenders. Jackson poked it away, thought he had a clean deflection, but he will foul out. I think Tubelis was getting ready to run over a shocker, too. He was a little bit out of control on that drive that time, but Monzi got caught. I'm watching a replay here. Yeah, he was he was beat. Tubelis had a step on him, and he reached in to poke the ball away. So he fouls out. He joins Morris Udeze, who had fouled out earlier. And this will be two shots for Tubelis. He is six for nine from the line, half of his 12 points in the game. Now Dexter Dennis will have to move down and play the four spot. But he they missed made, it. They made, some, uh, they made some gains when they had this small lineup in earlier in the half, Mike. Tubelis missed the first one. He can make it a four-point game with 2.22 to go if he makes the second one. Six of ten now from the line. Box out, Shockers. Box out strong. Second free throw. Way too hard. That was not even close. And the rebound to Dexter Dennis. So the Shockers still only down three with the ball. And the Wildcats are looking like they're getting a little bit tight, Mike. Grant out top. Three to tie. Good! Quay Grant from out front just pulled up and drilled it. He's got nine points. It's a tie game with 2.02 to go. Oh, he carried. He sure did. He tucked it under his arm. He carried the ball. Over on the left wing, Larson. Dribbles into the keyhole area. Feeds it over to Creesa. To Tabellas popping out front. Matherin cut off by Ricky Council. Ten to shoot. Here's their guy, Looking Matherin. to make a one-on-one -on -one move. Down into the lane. Lobs it. Coloco catches. Blocked by Kenny Poto. Clean block. Grant up court. Driving it. Drives on Creesa. Took wow. contact. Etienne for three. They're no, going to no. call the block on the... Uh, the blocking, blocking foul. It's going to be a one-and-one one for Quay Grant, Mike, I believe. Because yeah, he, passed, he passed it off. Nineteen foul. Yeah, it was a clean blocking foul on Kerr. Quay Grant, who just made the three to tie it a moment ago, now with a one-and-one one that could put the Shockers in front for the first time all night with a minute 35 to go. He has scored nine points. Six of those in the first half. He has been to the line and made one of two in the first half. Front end. Good. The first lead of the game for Wichita State with a minute 35 to go. The Shockers are up 65-64. Again, they were down by 16 early in the second half. What a comeback, Mike. One more. Too hard. Rebound. Coloco way up to get it. So the Shockers with a one-point lead. Arizona with the ball. Into the front court. Creesa toward the left wing. Looking to get it inside. Tubelis off left side of the lane. Wanting to back it in on Dexter Dennis. And he traveled. And they called it. He, yep. Doug Sermons caught it and called it. He kind of was trying to back his way in. There was help digging in, and he's kind of stumbled and backed in. Yeah, took that a couple was, of steps. That was 6'11", Tubelis being guarded by 6'5", Dexter Dennis. Dexter put his hands out so that he could, they couldn't call a foul on him, and he started bumping him, and he forced Tubelis to travel. A minute 20 to go. Arizona will press full court. Ball comes into Grant. They look to double-team him, gets it up the sideline to Ricky Council. Look out, Ricky. Working through traffic on the dribble, and now Walks into the front court, gives it to Etienne. A score here for Wichita State would be huge. They're up one with just over a minute to go. 
Quay Grant penetrating, gets to the basket, it's blocked by Coloco, deflected out Matherin, driving it up court the other way, over to Dalen Terry, up in traffic, foul on Wichita State, stops the clock with 58 seconds yeah, to go. Yeah, I think they're going to get Tyson here, yeah, Tyson Etienne on the push, and it's going to send Terry to the line for two free throws, what a block by Coloco on Quay Grant's drive. Dalen Terry, in three games this year, has shot two free throws and made them both. Last year, 61% on 44 attempts. Free throw bounces in, ties it. His first point of the game ties it up at 65 all, 58 seconds to go. And he has a chance to put his team back ahead if he can make the second. Oh, big free throws here. Block off, Shockers. Dalen Terry has it up there, good. One point lead for Arizona. Free throw shooting has been the difference. Wichita State, if they'd made anywhere near their normal percentage, would have a pretty good lead in this game. Full court pressure, Grant across the timeline, beats a double team, gets it away left wing to Ricky Council. Back out to Etienne. Game clock at 44, shot clock about 18, 17 seconds less, even more than that. Out front at the end, three away, no good. Foul. Foul. Foul on Terry. Terry fouled him, he'll get three free throws. Whoa, what a call right there. I didn't see that foul, but we'll see the replay here. I'm looking over Robbie Hummel's shoulder here on this call. But a quick release by Tyson Etienne and a foul call. And he's going to the line for three free throws, Mike. Well, if they were ever going to make any free throws tonight, and there haven't been many, this would be the time. Three shots for Etienne, who is 0 for 2 from the line. He has 17 points. So they did correct that, finally corrected that one back to a three. That's why that score was different than we thought it would be at that one point. Uh, he's a really good free throw shooter. He had a very high percentage last year. Three chances, and the Shockers are down one. First one. Good, tie game. Etienne now with 18. 66 all, 37 seconds to go. So if he makes the other two, it's a two-point lead. Second one, bounces short. Boy, the Shockers have just been miserable from the free throw line. They are now 9 of 20, 45%. But this could still give them the lead with 37 seconds to go. That also means that they will get the ball back. 37 seconds on the game clock. Of course, a 30-second shot clock for Arizona. In and out. And it stays tied. Rebound, Arizona. Oh, that first one just switched through perfectly. But he missed the next two. Big defensive stand here by the Shockers. Creasa. Off the left block to Tubelis. Back in his way in on Dexter Dennis. Put it up and was fouled and it goes in. Wow, what a tough shot. Kenny Poto came over to help Dexter Dennis, who's got a five-inch, six-inch height disadvantage on Tubelis. But Tubelis made a tough shot over two Shocker defenders. So Arizona takes a two-point lead. He could make it three here. 21 and a half seconds to go. That was five on Poto. They called that on on Poto and not uh, Dexter Dennis, and he's fouled out. Third shocker to foul out of the game. Tubelis is six for 11 from the free throw line. Missed his last two attempts, but has a chance here to give his team a three-point lead, which would put the pressure on the shockers to make a three just to tie. Box out. He's only had one here. Free throw, good. 
three-point play for Azulis Tubelas. He now has 15, and the Shockers had multiple chances to take the lead. Now it's Arizona by three with 21 and a half seconds to go. Yeah, they're 21 for 30 from the line. Shockers 9 of 21. Quay Grant bringing it up. Guarded by Larson. Over to Etienne. Drives. Steps back. Tough three. Good. Good. An incredible three. 13 seconds left. Arizona pushing it up court. Tie game. Eight seconds. Cure down the lane. All alone. Missed the layup. Ball tipped off the glass. Rebound to Etienne. Timeout. And gets it up court to Dennis. And we're going to go to overtime. Oh, I wish they'd called a timeout there when he got that rebound. They had three seconds to go, Mike. What a shot by Tyson Etienne to tie this game up. And Kier got a pretty open drive down the lane at the other end and missed it. And then a tip try. The Shockers contested it enough that it didn't go in. And we will go to overtime tied at 69. But Wichita State fighting back from a 16-point deficit and overcoming their own horrible free-throw shooting gets it to overtime. And we will be back for the extra period right after this. Imagine if you had a superpower. Would you make people fly? At Textron Aviation, that's what we do every day. And we're hiring. Ask any of our employees. Working at Textron Aviation is more than a job. It's an opportunity with competitive compensation, health and life insurance benefits, matching 401k, paid leave, education assistance, and relocation packages. We firmly believe that when your career soars, so do we. Discover your superpower at Textron Aviation. For a complete list of job openings, visit txtav.com careers. A new career awaits. A smile is a powerful thing, especially when it's protected by the nation's largest network of dentists, Delta Dental. Not only is a healthy smile a good indicator of your overall health, it also comes in handy when you're stealing the fries off your friend's plate, even though you didn't want fries. But here you are, smiling that healthy smile of yours, taking one after another. Schedule a checkup today and unleash your smile power with affordable dental benefits from Delta Dental of Kansas. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? So your wipers are streaking. It might be time for a new set. We've got a great deal to help you get the job done and be ready for the weather ahead. Right now, you can get a $15 AutoZone gift card by mail or email when you buy two Bosch Envision wiper blades. And we've got even more ways to shop. Just order online with our free same-day store pickup or next-day delivery. Get in zone, AutoZone. Start your job today at AutoZone.com. Restrictions apply. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. We go to overtime here in Las Vegas. Wichita State and Arizona tied at 69. They'll do a center jump, and Coloco gets the tip for Arizona, so they'll have the first chance to take the overtime lead. This kid's been carrying the ball, Michael, and they haven't been calling it. On the right wing, Larson off the right side of the lane. Tabellis trying to back down Dexter Dennis. Help coming, throws it under to Coloco, gets it right underneath and hooks it in. Yeah, they had the double team to help Dexter, but then Coloco went right under the basket. Ricky Council needs to step over and get over the top of him there. 13 points for Christian Coloco. Two-point Arizona lead. Ricky Council left wing, guarded by Matherin. Out front, a bad pass. And Matherin's going to come up with the steal, a foul in backcourt, and they're going to call an intentional foul on Ricky Council grabbing him as he started to go by, but just a horrible pass. Instead of throwing to Etienne's free hand out away from the defender, he threw it on the hand toward the defender, and Matherin stepped in, deflected it, and picked it off. 
Yeah, the little things matter in a close ball game like this. Uh, throwing to that outside hand. This may seem like a little thing to the guys, but it's important. Matherin from the free throw line is five for six. First one is no good, too hard. Get so, one more, and then they also get the ball because of the intentional foul call. Sometimes it's hard to shoot a free throw when nobody's on the lane. It's just, it's just weird. It's, it's, you're, you're there all by yourself. Second one is good. Matherin now with 25. He had 17 in the first half. And Arizona possession. Craig Porter back in, Mike. Arizona up three, 424 to go in overtime. Creasa forcing it along the right sideline, brings it back to the middle, right wing to Larson. Larson trying to get it to Chubelis. Dexter Dennis had that fronted. Now Creasa, three from out front. Good. Oh, man. Heartbreakers for the Shockers as a three-point, basically a, a four-point possession. And it's now a six-point lead for Arizona. They're going to look it over, I think, to make sure it was a three, Mike. It was a three. So Arizona, 6-0 jump in the first minute of the overtime. Now the Shockers really have their work cut out. But a basket by Coloco right under the basket, and then the Shockers turned it over, and it turned into a four-point possession. One free throw and then a three-point basket to make it a six-point lead. Quay Grant bringing it up for Wichita State. Dribbles left. Defender jumped out on him. Oh, Larson just threw Joe Pleasant aside. Pleasant back out to Grant, over to Dennis, over to Craig. Porter drives the baseline in the lane. Pleasant goes up, got it blocked, slapped out to Dennis, over to Grant for three, short. And the rebound, last touch by Joe Pleasant of Wichita State. So Arizona taking over here in the overtime, up six with the ball, 3.42 to go. Kirk Kreza rushes it up court, took contact from Quay Grant. Kreza will go to the line for two. Well, on Grant only his second, but Arizona has won this game if they win it at the free throw line. They've outscored the Shockers 22 to nine from the line. Kreese is only two for two from the from the free throw line tonight. But he has ten three, points, three, three out of ten from the field. Ten points. He's hit two trays, including one here in overtime. First one is up, bounces in. So now it's a seven-point game. Shocker is getting it to overtime on a tremendous three by Tyson Etienne. And a last-second miss by Arizona. But Arizona has gone on an 8-0 run to start the overtime. Quay Grant bringing it up. Shocker's down, 77-69. Right wing Porter brings it to the middle. Hands it off to Etienne. Long three. No good off the back. Rebound Arizona. And this one may be about over. Shockers have not been able to get to the offensive boards. Creasa dribbling left to right. Comes back toward the middle over on the right wing to Larson. Larson puts it on the floor. Bounce pass down the block to, uh, to, to Bellis. Backing in on Dexter Dennis. Porter there to help. Steps through. Ball comes out. And a foul on Wichita State. It's going to be on Dexter Dennis, his fourth. 
Boy, they're just going down to the low post to Tubelis, and there's nobody can match up with him size-wise. He does that little crab dribble, and he's done a good job of scoring, feeding it off to his teammate, and making free throws. Udeze and Poto have both fouled out. Free throw, no good. Tubelis now 7 of 13 from the line, 15 points. It's a eight-point lead, so if he makes this, it's still a three-possession game for the Shockers with 3.04 to go, but they have not scored yet in the overtime. That one is good. So a nine-point lead for Arizona. Wichita State scoreless in the overtime after tying it up at 69 at the end of regulation. Quay Grant gets the screen, puts up a three. In and out. Rebound. Grabbed by Matherin for Arizona. Yeah, they just can't get the prayer answered on these three-pointers here in the overtime. Creza way out front. Starts left. Throws it to Coloco. Coming out to the top of the key. Right wing to Larson. He drives it. He's going to lob it for Coloco. Three by Creza. No good off the back. Rebound loose. Craig Porter comes up with it. Driving it to the basket on Larson. Went between two defenders. Got tripped. No call. Larson the other way to Matherin in the front court. Well, They'll hold the ball for a little bit. Well, he's kind of, he was trying to force it up and get the call, but it was one against three. Might have been better, uh, better set to pull it back out and get his, wait, wait for his teammates to come down the floor. Near steal by Dexter Dennis. He curled around in front of Tabellus and got his hands on it, but deflected it out of bounds. 18 on the shot clock on this Arizona possession. They're up 78-69, 2.18 to go in overtime. Comes into Tubelis and back to Larson. Larson out near the timeline. Starts left, drives it down the lane, puts it up, and Craig Porter blocked it, recovered by Quay Grant. Grant up across the timeline to Dexter Dennis trailing. Dexter down the lane, tried to pass it off. It gets deflected, loose. Etienne fighting for it, saves it. Shot clock at 20, and now what do we got? Whistle blows. I think they're going to correct the shot clock. Doug Sermon noticed something wrong with the shot clock, turned around, got it corrected. Now it's going to be shocker ball out. 23 seconds on the shot clock. Only a minute 57 to go in the overtime. The Shockers down by nine realistically are going to have to hit a couple of threes to have any chance in this. Ball to Etienne in backcourt. One-on-one against Pella Larson. Gets a screen from Dexter Dennis. Goes around a defender, got cut off, has to pull it back out. 12 to shoot. Now drives the lane. Up with a floater. Bounces out again. Rebound kept alive. Porter saves to Grant over to Dexter Dennis for three. No good. Rebound Porter. Whoa. Way up in the air to get that one. Saves it on the wing. Three. Good by Etienne. Second effort and third effort that time by Wichita State. Craig Porter went sky high to get that one offensive rebound. Timeout, Arizona. What an effort by Craig Porter. But Shockers are still down six with a minute 23 to go. Etienne now with 24 points. So the Shockers hanging tough, but that was just a unbelievable super second effort and third effort by Craig Porter on the board. And there's some tired Shocker players out there. Some of these guys have played a lot of minutes and their tongues are hanging out. Uh, Isaac Brown having a long talk with Doug Sermon, the head referee, to make a point there about something. But Craig Porter just keeping that ball alive and keeping the Shockers' chances alive. And finally, after missing so many shots here in the second half, Tyson, Tyson Etienne swished a three from way out on the left wing. 
I just keep looking at that one column. Wichita State, 79% from the line through their first three games. 9 of 21 tonight. And Arizona, 25 of 36. So they have outscored the Shockers by 16 from the line in a six-point game. So Wichita State has outscored them by 10 points from the field, even though they're only shooting about 35% for the ball game. And they worked so hard on that in the offseason. And every day in practice, they've just been focused on free throws, free throws, free throws, because that's what cost them the game against Drake in the NCAA tournament, hitting half their free throws in that game, and in the semifinal game in the AAC tournament against Cincinnati, when they made 6 of 12 free throws, so they really were focused on free throws this year, and have been shooting them really well in the first three games, Mike, and tonight, for some reason, they got cold from the line. The last 10 games of last season, and you mentioned two of those, they had their three worst free throw shooting games of the season in that stretch of the last 10 games, and it was a combined like 43%. The other seven of those games, they shot like 77 or 78%. So it's yeah. like on a night it goes bad, it goes really bad. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's not over here. Six point game. Minute, 20, Minute 23, it's an out-of-bounds. It was a timeout call by Arizona coach. Larson trying to get it in, having trouble. Finally got it into Tubelis. He's being double-teamed, hands it over to Creesa. Let's see if they try to run some clock now. Double-teaming him, left wing to Larson. Oh, almost stolen by Porter. Now back on the wing, Larson, a shot fake. Throws it cross-court into a crowd. Porter had it, comes loose. Shot clock shouldn't have reset. The shot clock reset, and it never should have, and they're going to correct that now. There was not a clear change of possession. It went off of Porter's hands, but Wichita State never had it. And eight seconds on the shot clock. 104 did, on the game clock. I didn't. I, I was blocked out. Did Porter? Did it? That get knocked out of his hands by a, I think Arizona so, player? Yeah. He he. Because it looked like he was going to get it. He almost had it, and I think it was Tubelis that poked it away. Now Larson trying to get it in. Lobs loose ball. It's knocked loose. Whoa. Matherin gets it out near the timeline. Five to shoot. He's going to have to take. No, he dishes it off. And Kreza shoots an air ball. So the Shockers get it back with 55 seconds left. If they can score quick here, there's still a chance. Good defensive effort that time by Wichita State. Frantic defensive effort. 55 seconds. Down six. Time clock has not started. Okay, here it goes. He was letting it roll. Grant brings it up into the lane. And the ball's deflected out, but it's kicked by Arizona. 51 seconds to play. Shockers need a three here, and then probably a quick timeout, Mike. How many timeouts do they have left? They've got three remaining. So look for them to try to get a three and a quick timeout. Shockers are 11 of 35 from three, 31%. Lob comes into Joe Pleasant in the right corner, hands it to Etienne. Tough three, bounces a little short. Rebound Matherin, and Arizona comes out with it. Boy. That may have done it. Kreza up court to Larson, over to Matherin. Matherin lobs for Coloco, missed the dunk, hangs on the rim. That should be a technical, and it is. So, wow, what a break there. This will be... Free throws plus possession with 37 seconds yeah, still to go. Yeah, they probably should have pulled that ball out with 35, 36 seconds to go up with six-point lead, but it looked like a sure dunk. He misses it, grabs the rim. Now free throws by Tyson at the end, and it'll be shocker ball, Mike. How about making a couple, Tyson? One of five from the line in the game. He's got 24 points. Free throw, good. Mm. 25 now for Etienne, but only two of six free throws 
Oh, no. just one. Just one free throw. Now the possession. It's a five-point game, 78-73. Shocker's taking the ball out. Have to go down there the floor. on the baseline. 37 seconds left in the overtime. And Arizona up by five. They got off to a 9-0 start in the OT. Craig Porter into the front court for Wichita State. Drives it. Pulls it back. Three. No good. Bounces off and the rebound to Keir for Arizona. That may finally do it. Quay Grant fouls him to stop the clock with 26 seconds left. A pretty good look by Craig Porter who hit uh, one or two earlier. He's uh, one for three from uh, so he was one for two before that shot right there. Had made a long one earlier. A good look by him, but just couldn't get it to go down. Justin Kyer, three for four in three previous games from the line. This is his first free throw attempt tonight, and it'll be two shots. Five-point Arizona lead. 26 seconds left in overtime. Free throw good. That keep that makes it. It's a, still a two-possession game. If he makes this, three possessions and only 26 seconds left, and he made them both. Six points now for Kyer, Wichita State, rushing it up court. They need to get a quick shot. Etienne guarded by Larson drives it down the lane, all the way up on Coloco, and a foul on Christian Coloco with 19 and a half seconds to go. Looks like Tyson was going to go up and dunk that one, but the big seven-foot-one Coloco came flying at him, and. <laughs> deflected it and fouled in the process. Tyson could cut it to five, but there's only 19 and a half seconds to go. He's now two for six from the free throw line on the night, 25 points. First one is up, good. But free throw shooting is what killed the Shockers in this one. If they had didn't even need to make their season percentage of 79%, if they had shot about 60, they would have won this game. 11 of 23 as a team. Good on the second one. So Etienne now with 27. And uh, Isaac Brown with a quick timeout to set up the defense. To be a 30-second timeout. Unless the Shockers pull off a miracle here, they will be playing for third place at 11 o'clock Central Time Sunday night. And they would play the loser of UNLV Michigan coming up next here. If they somehow pull it out, it would be at 8.30 Central Time on Sunday night. I saw Texas A&M come back from a lot more with less time <laughs> against Northern Iowa a yeah. few years ago in the NCAA tournament. So it can happen, but they're going to set up a press here. They're going to have to get some steals or five-second counts to, to have a chance. One thing that hasn't been lacking, this group has really given it an all-out intensive effort on defense, on the boards, everything they could do down the stretch in this game and in the overtime. I mean, just tremendous effort and hustle. Not always the best execution, but this will be another good growing experience for Wichita State. Bounce pass inbounds to Creasa in the backcourt. He's fouled. Porter trying to tie him up. Craig Porter called for the foul. That will be his second. Two shots for Keir Creasa, who is four for four from the line, has 12 points in the game. 18 seconds to go. 80 to 75, Arizona with 69 all at the end of regulation. Creasa, a sophomore in class, freshman in eligibility, a second-year freshman 
And he went, left half and way short. He had made all four of his previous attempts. One more coming here. 18 seconds left in the overtime. That one is in and out. Rebound, wow. Dexter Dennis, and oh. he got hammered over the back. Etienne pushing it up the floor all the way to the basket. Saves it. Grant out to Dennis. Dex for three. Way short. Fight for it. Craig Porter got it. Blocked by Coloco. Grant for three. Left corner. That's good. Three seconds to go. Time it out. stops the clock. Timeout, Wichita State. Again, they kept fighting on the boards. Grant now with 13. And it is 80 to 78, Arizona, with 3.2 seconds to go. Yeah, shot by, uh, forget who shot Brett, the first Quay, one. Was oh. it uh, Quay? Uh, or, uh, first one was Etienne. Etienne, and then, then Dexter. Dexter, <laughs> Etienne missed, got the rebound. Dexter missed, got the rebound. And then Quay Grant in the corner, right in front of the Shocker bench, knocks down the three with 3.2 seconds to go. Shocker's within two. Quay Grant has the best percentage from three tonight for the Shockers. Three for seven, which would be 42.9. They're 12 of 39 as a team, 31%, 34 overall. Arizona was over 50% in the first half. They're now 41% for the game. But again, it's been free throw shooting, a 15-point advantage at the free throw line for Arizona. Now, they're going to try to steal this inbounds pass, but whoever gets that catches the ball, they're going to have to foul him immediately. And then there's going to be a lot of pressure on that young man. A two-point lead with three seconds to go. And, you know, these guys haven't been in this situation before this season. They've had a bunch of blowout wins. So uh, it's tough to step to that line and make free throws when the game's on the line. So Shockers have a shot here. Wichita State has kept fighting. Just when it looked like it was, it was done, it was going to be over, they have gotten back in it. Down two with 3.2 seconds to go in overtime. Larson will play it in. Dexter Dennis up on him. Grant guarding Creesa. They look, set a couple of cross screens. Larson having trouble. Gets it in to Kyer. And Quay Grant kind of slipped under his legs and toppled him over. So he'll go to the line. And they take .6 off the clock. 2.6 seconds to go. Fell on Quay Grant, his fourth. Kyra hasn't shot a lot of free throws this season. Tonight, two for two. And those were in the overtime, so just recent. 31 fouls whistled on Wichita State in this game. Three guys fouled out. It's a two-shot foul. Up. Good. So if he makes this one, it's over. If he misses it, a three could tie it, although the Shockers only have 2.6 seconds left. That's enough time to grab a rebound. They'll try to plan something here as they come over to the sideline. You'd have to rebound and get it pretty far up court, maybe get one dribble and a shot away. Well, uh, that's why they call a timeout. Tommy Lloyd called a timeout to set their defense. and He'll have a defense for if, they, if he misses and a defense if they make. And the Shockers are going to have to probably shoot up a, a half-court shot. Hope he misses this free throw and then knock down a long one. If he makes the free throw, it's over. It's a four-point lead with 2.6 seconds left. But what a fight by Wichita State. I mean, they've done a lot of things that they've got to get better at, but certainly behind all night. They have shot poorly at the free throw line, and yet they've just kept fighting. Tied it at the end of regulation. 
got way down in the overtime and it fought back within two. He might miss this. If he, miss, if he misses this, the clock starts as soon as the ball is touched by a player on the court. So whoever gets the rebound, the clock, clock will start when he touches it if he misses this. Free throw. Good, and that'll do it. Justin Kyer making four free throws all in overtime. And it's a four-point Arizona lead. Quay Grant into Etienne. Gets a three away that will not count. Just late. So the final score in overtime is Arizona 82, Wichita State 78. The Shockers lose for the first time this season, but it was a heck of a game. And another building block in what this Shocker season could become. Stay tuned for the post-game show coming up from Las Vegas. This broadcast has been an exclusive presentation of the Shocker Sports Properties Radio Network. Executive producer is Mark Rogers. For information about this broadcast, contact Shocker Sports Properties. Coverage of the Wichita State Shockers is authorized by Shocker Sports Properties and is intended solely for the private use of our audience. Any rebroadcast, internet streaming, or other use of the accounts and descriptions of this game without written consent on Shocker Sports Properties, Play Fly Sports for the University is prohibited. The Shocker Sports Properties Radio Network is a division of Shocker Sports Properties and Play Fly Sports. Wichita is Shocker Country, and Chicken and Pickle is your headquarters for family fun and the best Wichita State watch parties in town. Chicken and Pickle at 13th and Greenwich, just off 96. Take your game day to the next level with pickleball, yard games, ice skating, live music, food and drink specials, and more. Catch the Shockers game on their big screen TVs. There's no better place to watch the Shockers than a Chicken and Pickle. 13th and Greenwich, just off 96. Go Shocks! When the Shockers dribble a basketball over, under, around, and through their opponents on the hardwood, that's a good thing. But when you back your car pickup out of the garage and there's a dribble of... You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.